Welcome to Sports Sushi. Your chefs for tonight are Sports Blog Russ, serving up the spiciest sports takes of the week. Sterling Furrow, rolling the X's and O's into an analytical maki platter. And finally, the moderator who always keeps the sake flowing, DJ Slow Boogie. Now grab those chopsticks and get ready, because your order of Fresh and Raw Sports Sushi is up. Oh, shit. Caught me off guard, but here we are. Uh, another Wednesday. You know what that <laughs> means. <laughs> another episode of Sports Sushi. For your... See, I, I got to remind myself. We on YouTube now. I got to stop cursing. YouTube, they uh, they're cracking down on that. Oh, God. Oh, oh, they are? Oh, man. See? Oh, no. It's over. It's so I've, been, I've been seeing a couple of a lot of videos where people were like self-censoring themselves. Now. I was like, why? Why are y'all doing this? And then it was like, oh, you know, YouTube's cracking down on curse words. Well, you know what? Fuck them. Alright, so uh, we're going to go ahead. They're going to censor me, god damn it. Anyway, um, how y'all doing today, man? Um, I'm doing pretty, I mean, you know, it's good. It's good in the land of the Dallas. Okay, yeah, we're going to get into that uh, a little later. Y'all have a lot of reasons to be smiling. Um, Especially this upcoming football season. I mean, a uh, basketball season. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> my brain's still in fucking football. I was just sitting there. I was like, man. damn, man, Super Bowl. I said, Super Bowl. Super Bowl's uh, coming up this Sunday, man. You know, my mind is a. Uh, what, man? It's breaking news time. Hit him with the breaking news. Okay. You yeah, probably so, already know, but you yeah, just still. 15 minutes. About. <laughs> 15 minutes ago, roughly about, um, before, you know, we kicked off air, uh, Russell Westbrook finally got dealt, man. I mean, shit, um, he got traded finally. to the Jazz. Got man. traded to the Jazz, man, for, yeah. for uh, it was a three-way trade, a three-team trade, in my, if I'm it's, not mistaken, mm-hmm. uh, where D'Angelo Russell gets sent back to uh, the Lakers. If you don't remember, he used to be there. Then they traded him because of uh, some locker room situation with Nick Young and was it Iggy uh, Azalea? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot Nick. Nick, Nick clapped. Those <laughs> we ain't got cheeks. nobody to tell on. So yeah. So uh, yeah, and then you know he was a rookie, man. You know, hey, he he been around the league. I'm pretty sure. You know, and he can make an open jump shot. Yes, that's what really, really let's counts. Be yeah. honest. Let's be honest. And 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 I believe they got Vanderbilt and uh, Malik Beasley too. So yeah. Yes. But I mean, as you know, it's breaking news. I'm I'm in the middle. I'm here at a wait and see moment. Now they do have a lot of bodies that can be athletic to play alongside with the people on their team that are going to play. If Anthony, it all depends on if Anthony Davis plays at a high level. So yeah, he goes out there. How long are we gonna be points. saying that? That dude until he retires. Until he retires. But I mean, but we are gonna say it because yeah, it, it, it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like he literally, he literally, man, he ain't even out here. But if I was, yeah, you right, nigga. If you was, <laughs> if you was, it'd be like 30 and 30 and 20. But you know what I'm saying? Not so, but yeah, we'll we see. Yeah, that, that's something that we got to go ahead and uh, we're going to keep an eye on here at Sports Sushi and see what uh happens and how these trades pan out. But that is your breaking news uh, at the top of the hour. <laughs> you know, shit just uh, happened, man. All right, so uh, let's go ahead and uh, 
Russ, what we got for uh, this day in sports, my boy? All right. So if you guys didn't know, today will be the day that you know that on this day in sports, February 8th, 1963. I mean, 1936, my bad. 1936, uh, the very first NFL draft ever was held. And Jay Berwanger <laughs> from the <laughs> University of, yes, from the <laughs> University of Chicago was the first pick. By the Philadelphia Eagles. Try to tie it in with something that happened with the Super Bowl teams. Got y'all first draft. Quarterback and Jay. And just for the record, I bet Jay is rolling over in his grave to see the quarterback matchup that we have this year. He's probably like, they're playing quarterback in the Super Bowl. I never thought it would be, I never thought it would be like this. But yeah, that's good. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you know, you know. It's a good joke. Yeah. All right, so that was our day in sports, man. Uh, well, we're going to go ahead. We're going to touch uh, quickly on uh, MMA. If you uh, do not know, UFC uh, 248 is uh, this Saturday. Uh, Makachev versus uh, Alexander Volkanovsky. Uh, we will see if Volka uh, can uh, step up weight class and uh, become a double champ. Uh, but before that, uh, we will uh, <clears throat> clear my throat. That's two like little Wolverines about to yeah. fight. It, 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 it really got is. It. Got it. It's got like it. two Wolverines about to go at it. You always say but, you don't want to run up on a Wolverine, but what if you're a Wolverine? But but before we get to the Dagestanis and the you know the the Aussies uh, uh fighting, we got to get to one Irishman here. Uh, my boy, Mister Mac. Uh, Mystic Mac. Conor Mystic McGregor. Mystic <laughs> Mac. Return of oh. the Mac. Conor McGregor has agreed uh to uh fight Michael Chandler. Uh, after they uh coach uh, <laughs> their uh, respective <laughs> tough team. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but you know, Connor was like, "Yo, Khabib ain't finna be there, is he?" Nah, <laughs> let, right, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Michael Chandler, man, look. Um, so they they they've agreed to fight. Um, after their uh their stint with their their uh tough enough uh coaching uh things, and you know what, you know, I I don't really too much care about the tough enough. I'm I'm more concerned with the fight. Um, Michael Chandler, man, let me just say this. Uh, he, he fought a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, big names at the light heavyweight, uh, light, uh, not light heavyweight, lightweight. And, um, last time we seen Connor, you know, we seen, we knew what happened. You know, he was in the, in the octagon with a broken leg, talking yeah. shit. Yeah. Uh, he, so, he was on the ground helpless talking yeah, shit. Start, like, come on, bro. You were like, come uh. On, this, if this was if this was one of them old war movies, you would have got stabbed, nigga. Yo, it would have been over. Nigga, yeah, he was, like, oh, was like yeah, Rick James in the, in the Dave Chappelle, which we call his, his legs was like pointing up. Hey, what the fuck? <laughs> like, nah, nigga, your shit's turned sideways. Shut up. But, nah, but man, I'm glad you know, he's back. I'm glad he's yeah. back. It's gonna be entertaining. I mean, it, it, it is. It's definitely gonna be entertaining. Uh, it's gonna be an entertaining fight to say the least. Uh, because you know Connor is gonna you know drum it up. Uh, leading to the fight. Um, Michael Chandler, you know, hate him or love him, but he puts on bangers, uh, even at the sacrifice of his own looks and face. But uh, he, he walks into punches, dog. You know, it's just like I'm yeah, like, yeah. he Don't eats him. Fighting. So I'm looking at it like this. You know, if you want my prediction, when I want to know what I'm gonna think, uh, look, Connor is Connor, you know, and do I think he's done championship level? Yeah, um. But I don't think that he's done. And when it comes to kind of, you know, just headlining and, and getting prize fights. But do not be surprised. I think Dana White has already stated that the winner of this fight will face the winner of uh, uh, Makachev and uh, Volkanovski. 
So um is that for a championship for a belt? Yes. yes. So Conor's gonna get a wow. he's gonna, yeah, he's gonna get title shots, dog. And you know he wasn't gonna come back wow. unless he got a shot of the title. So he, like, he wasn't gonna come back unless he got a shot of the title. Yeah, I agree, Ghostman. Uh Chandler is the perfect fight. Uh oh, yeah, it is the perfect fight for uh for Connor, uh, because I th- I think look, it, it takes one punch, and, and and I think Connor still got that punch, man. He he can still hit you with that left and and still uh close your lights out. But you know when it comes to high quality fighters like your Poirier's and things like that, I don't think that he. I just I just hope he's able to. I just hope he's able to finish. <laughs> yeah, finish it up. You know yeah, yeah, just, just, just 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 baby steps, Connor, man. You yeah, know, just, just, just try to get the fight finished. <laughs> Then, then we'll go ahead and we'll worry about the uh the aftermath. But you know the fight has been agreed upon, and we'll have to see what happens there. But uh let's go to uh UFC 284 this Saturday. I'm not even going to talk about uh Yair Rodriguez and um and those fights. I'm just going to stick with one fight, and we're talking about the championship fight, uh Islam Makachev versus um Alexander Volk Volkanovski. So look. This I, th- I believe this is the first fight um, Makachev is going to be without Connor in his corner, and um, a lot of people are kind of curious to see what's going to happen. You know, Khabib. Hey, I mean, Khabib. Khabib I'm sorry, yeah. Khabib. Um, I don't think Connor want to get in that corner. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, Connor definitely want to get in that corner. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but Khabib is uh, has I retired. Have, I have never seen a human in beef like that before. Bro. I'm gonna whoop your ass, then I'm gonna hop over the cage and I'm whoop your niggas ass over there. And I'm gonna ask everybody else, does anybody else want any? No? Okay. And I'm the best? All right. I'm done. Khabib could could be be whoop ass in the cage and he'll coach a nigga to whoop your ass outside the cage. So, uh, but I think Khabib has uh, retired from uh, coaching, so he will not be in the corner for this fight. So it will be uh, the usual, aka. uh, Jim, Jim uh, guys. Mortal Kombat. Khabib, I mean, look, just, man. We just don't know it. Nah, we just don't know it, y'all. But Khabib is about to go fight Mortal Kombat. That's what nigga said. Yo, yeah, I gotta he, go <laughs> the world. He's he said, yeah. <laughs> he said, he said, I'm about to go uh, fight in the nether yeah, realm. Said, yeah, I'm about to go fight in the nether realm, man. This nigga Scorpion got yeah, mad but... flex. <laughs> I gotta go handle this. <laughs> but yeah, man. Oh, uh, shit. I gotta agree with Ghost here. I think. uh Islam, you know, beats both both guys. I think he beats uh Volk. Um those Dagestanis. Yeah, look, man, I cannot I cannot go against the Dagestanis. They have not uh shown me nothing wrong. Uh the Dagestani handcuff yeah, is a real thing. <laughs> so uh I go with the Dagestanis all the way. They trying um, to fight monsters and demons. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they training for a different war, nigga. Like they real warriors. Yeah. The fuck, yeah. They they going to defend the wall, nigga. In the, yeah. in the north, <laughs> niggas is training for something different. Uh, we only know one king in the north, and his name is Khabib. <laughs> nigga, shit, he said you can choke a White Walker out, nigga. <laughs> All right, like, oh shit. All right, man. So uh, we're gonna go ahead and uh, go on to our, our NCAA. That shit's spotlight. scary. How much they can fight? I would. Oh man. All right, look, man, if you guys have not been paying attention uh, these past few weeks, uh, first-time listeners, we have been reviewing draft uh, prospects, our top five draft draft prospects uh, leading up into the draft. Uh, We have covered quarterbacks, uh, running backs, receivers, uh, edge guys, and now we are doing interior D linemen. So if you – 
I was I was just gonna add, you know, and again. Oh no no, that was gonna. I was was putting that buffer Sterling for that for the people that come. But where's the where are the jackpot lottery guys? Where the (laughs) where are the guys the sleepers in the draft? You're not doing any real studying. So no, this is just the top five guys. You know what I'm saying? Just grade it out. We're gonna have as Sterling says, uh, big boards later. Yeah, <laughs> the big boys. But I do, yes. but, I, but, I, but uh, big boards. But these are the big boys. But I got the grades out, Sterling. These are interesting. I know that you're gonna give them a little bit more depth. You want to go five through uh, five to one or one to five? As always, I let you. Go. Oh, 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 let's go. Let's go five to one. All right. So of course, the last, uh, the last one is uh, Zach Pickens. He's number five. He graded out as an A plus. <laughs> What's that exhibit song? Explosive, but not nah, um very much so off the get off. But not nah, um he graded out at an A plus. Uh, he had twenty two solo tackles. Um, he had four tackles for loss, which surprisingly in this group, you'll see some guys had some low low numbers there. Um, no, uh, he had uh, three sacks, no forced fumbles. Um, he did recover a fumble, and he had a. Uh, and he had, I believe he had like a couple passes deflected, like two or three, which three of them, which I add in because that shows the ability to get your motherfucking hands up. Um, so that's in the grading portal. But um, yeah, um, go ahead, go ahead, start. I'll let you get into him. But a good, good, good one, good one there, sir. Yeah, no. So we got Zach Pickens up first, man. This is a he's a former five star prospect. I don't know if you guys remember that. But uh, this is a this is a, a big boy for a reason, man. He's he's six foot four. He's probably gonna three hundred three what three oh five three hundred. Yeah. yeah, he's he's a big boy. But uh, I think one of the things that we're gonna talk about uh, with these interior defensive linemen is uh, you know hand placement and leverage. You know, I think uh, and power obviously. But uh, this is a kid that that can play zero tech to three tech. Uh, I think he uses his combination of size and, and power. His athleticism is functional. He's a for his size, he's a good athlete, but he's not. Uh, I don't think he's anything spectacular from an athletic standpoint. Um, but he's gonna bring he's gonna bring uh, power. You know, when it comes to uh, stuffing the run, you know, he's got he's got quick hand speed um, that's gonna allow him to beat opposing guards uh, with initial punch. You know, he's this is a guy that, uh, you know, he has the ability to create havoc uh, on the quarterback just because he wins quickly in his pass rush, the way he approaches his pass rush. So you're going to see. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I was, I was going to ask you a question because this is going to lead into most of these guys that we look at and this position overall. Like when you said, like, they do have quick hands and some get at the pass rush, but I've noticed in a lot of these, a lot of their best moments are their ability to just control the line of scrimmage or make a new one. Yeah, you 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 want guys that can reset the line of scrimmage, but you also need these dudes, some of these guys that just blow shit up. <laughs> true. You know, yeah. right, right. So I, I think the quickest way to the quarterback is is up the middle, right? Um, so I think power, initial first step, uh, you know, and back to Pickens, I think, you know, I would say he plays a little bit more behind his pads, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. so he's a little bit more upright sometimes. But I think he could play with better leverage. Um, so I think you know sizing him up. I think he has he has physical good physical traits. I think he's going to give you uh, some good pass rush ability, and that's something that we you know in the, lately with these interior defense alignment, we really haven't seen a lot of guys 
come out with uh, a lot of pass rush ability. You know, like you were saying, yeah. you know, guys that can reset the line of scrimmage yeah. or, or just play and, and control the gap, right? Yeah, the positions become more of like a like a do your job and hold them up for the edge rushers and the linebackers to get there. It's, it's honestly, it's become more of like an like an offensive guard would be. You know what I'm saying? Like open up the hole on the way to the end zone, open up the hole in the middle for the inside run. So that's what it seems like. So I, I think I think that to me, like watching a lot of them, I can see like why that. I can see why all the like explosive hand movement, but it's really impressive to me to see a guy that can consistently every down he's out there make sure that the offense is not moving forward. They're moving side to side when they get to his point. Yeah. So. <clears throat> yeah. So I, I think he, you know, this is, I think some reasons to be concerned about him. I think, you know, he's just not, I think consistency is an issue for him. Uh, you, you don't see him beat double teams often. Uh, so I, I think, you know, He's probably a fourth or fifth round pick, to be honest. Um, I think, you know, if you're this is a guy that can come in and I think he could be a solid defensive tackle two or three. Right. Uh, if you got guys that that can, you know, I wouldn't count on him being an everyday starter. So uh, he's yeah, someone that pick is a, is a decent prospect. Something that you get and hope grows. Yeah. Um, and and you, and you take you take what you can get, but it's a, it's a good it's a good seed to grow from. You know what I'm saying? He's got a good build, if you will, video gamers out there. Yeah. Um. Number oh shit, where to go? There we go. Number four is Mozzie Smith, or is it Mozzie? I forget. Um, sorry, it's Mozzie, correct? No, no, we got we got Siaki Ika next. Oh, see, my bad. I flipped him. My bad. Siaka Ika. That makes sense because Mozzie's better. Siaka Ika, um, he's LSU. Was at LSU's now at Baylor. Basically, um, your Vita Vey of college football. Um, what was his? Do you have his height and weight? He's, yeah, yeah. He's, he's 6'3", about 300. He's huge. 350. Um, 350. Six, yeah. 6'3", 350. Now, his grade, his graded out was pretty terrible. Um <laughs> yeah, he didn't even average out. GPS uh, oh was zero, literally. Um, he he had ten solo tackles, uh, two tackles for loss, a lot of zeros across the board from sacks, forced fumbles, fumble recovered ints. Now, but he's a guy that I look at, and I'll let you continue after that. I, I once I looked at the way he graded out, uh, and then I started watching, you know, clips on him, film on him. Um, he's a good prospect to look for if if you just want a nose tackle to plug it up. Um, I wouldn't like draft him too high, but it kind of a little like he's in the right place to be right yeah. above Pickens because he's a guy that if he does get it, like I said, you're looking at it like a Vita Vey type and those types of nose guards that are just so big and move so well for their size that if they are able to do their job at the next level, they just become crucial to to good defenses. So I think I think it's a, a good prospect, but I am worried about his lack of ability to to kind of show jump off the page if you will like game change maybe he's kind of just like a wall that's there like it's there if you can go around it you can't yeah. can it's not going to do anything to you it's like yeah basically you know what i'm saying it's like a big ass mountain like yeah. i need i need you to be fear more like do some some more things he's just i'm big and i'm here and i'm difficult because i'm big but he, he doesn't really do much else after that to for me <laughs> no i think you're right on that um you know, this is a, it was six three three fifty. So this guy is yeah. definitely a, a guy that is going to come in and plug the a gap, right? Uh, one of the things that I do like about his game is the way 
the way he's able to go down the line of scrimmage uh, in terms of um, we talk about stopping the run. You know, he can kind of yeah. he can kind of stack and shed uh, offensive offensive guards with his power. You know, he's a guy that you want going downhill, right? But uh, he does a he does a good job uh, at those things. But he's a he's a penetration style one tech, you know, plug the a gap kind of dude. I think for his size, he's he he has really he's a good athlete for his size. The problem with him is he doesn't have much length, right? So he's only six three, um, and three hundred fifty <laughs> pounds. So his weight, he's in the he, you know he's in the like ninety eighth percentile for he's weight. Okay, D Ray. <laughs> yeah, for his height, you know, he he he's he's a you know he's probably in the sixty seventh percent. You know, no 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 thirtieth percentile for his height, and, and and his arms are short, so you know, which causes him at time to kind of get, you know, if you if he he lets offensive linemen kind of get into his chest area, right, and they can kind of steer him in a different direction. I know he's not though. the aggressor. I noticed it though when he was running out the tunnel on one of his pregames, he had his arms out. Oh damn, I ain't got no arms. He had his arms out and he's running down the pregame, and I was like, "Eh, big ass motherfucker, got some yeah, short arms." And she was like, "Yeah," but yeah, he does have little. He does have short arms for such a big person, right? And and I think bitch press the shit out that two twenty five to watch, bro. He ain't got no, he have nowhere. Yeah, and you think at six three three fifty, you you think he would do a better job of anchoring down when it comes to double teams, but I think he I think that's the area where he struggles. Um, you know, I think uh, you know he he definitely needs to improve at the point of attack. But again, this is a guy. <laughs> I know it sounds like we just hate all these motherfuckers, but he's a, he's oh, another guy that's going to be a you know a, a day three pick. Um, you know, I think he's you know. <sighs> I think he he has raw strength at the point of attack. Uh, I think he if he sheds weight, I think he could be better, right? Um, but his suddenness and agility are not good. Uh, he doesn't <laughs> have. <laughs> Look, I, I I feel bad. Like, no, 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 no. Hey, hey, hey! You giving him reason to succeed? <laughs> yeah, I think he I think give... he's got issues with leverage. Uh, see, see I, I mean, he's just a big man. He's a big man, but he's a big. Man, you know what I'm saying? So it's hey, you got a shot, but you just look I, like you've always been bigger than everybody else. If you put him in a scheme where you ask him to do one thing, so if it's plug the A gap, mm-hmm. do you I'm not asking him to go pursue the quarterback? I'm not asking him to chase down running backs. I just need you to thing. plug the A gap and, and keep your linebackers clean. Like he can do He's that. There. But you He's would there. think at that size. That he would do more, and he just does. He's the go. He's the go get boards, big man. Yeah, but yeah. you would think he could go for twenty, but no, no, no. Just go rebound that bitch. Yeah. You, you go do that. <laughs> so, but no, nah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it'll yeah. be it will be interesting to see g- growth because there's always room for that, and he's such a big human that you know what I'm saying. If he does, if he does grow into something, it will be something that's hard to deal with. Yeah, man. He he's uh yeah. Now the next three will be good. The next three I, are, I, are good I, ball players. <laughs> the next three will be good. Like the last guys, yeah, I'm extravagant. But yeah, I mean, y'all barely got it here. Well, no, 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 y'all not though. But we hope we hope the best. But yeah, not gonna be some early picks out of those guys. But the next one is gonna be Mozzie Smith. Um, I like this one. I liked him a lot. He had 103 average, a plus. 
Um, 4.0, he had 23 solo tackles, uh, three tackles for loss. He didn't have any sacks, forced fumbles, fumble recoveries, uh, but he did have like two passes defended. Um, I think about this guy before I let you dive into it is just the fact of the matter that he is work ethic personified um, in a human being. Um, I believe he's six foot three, 337 pounds. And when he got to school, he was about like 400 or something like that, I think. Um, watching him, he's got the motor. He's got the motor star. He gets the gold star for the motor out the group. Um, he's not going to stop. Um, as if you did not hear the size factor, you, you, yeah, he's bigger. He, he's bigger than um, <clears throat> Siaka Ika. Uh, uh, he, I think he was asked to do more at Michigan. On defense, uh, when you watch him, he does a really good job. What I love to see, he does a really good job of getting the offensive lineman off of him and getting to the running back. Um, he can get to the passer too, but if, for me, defensive tackles, I'm not – you can sack the quarterback, that's cool, but if you're sacking the quarterback, that more than likely means they got a coverage sack or you're just a freak of nature. You know what I'm saying? But I like I like, I like, like the kid. I like, like I said, I like his work ethic. He, he shows that he's going to be able to work at the next level and – he just is huge. He's he's very big and very athletic for his size. It's kind of scary. It's like a refrigerator on really slick wheels. <laughs> it's coming downhill. It's cra- have you seen the video of him jumping up the stairs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's scary. He's like it's like if a monster was chasing you. Like oh, it can do that yeah. too. But yeah, yeah. Like nah, I like I like him. No, I like him at the next level a lot. Yeah, so this is a dude that I got the privilege of watching uh, every Saturday, you know, because, you know, I'm a Michigan fan. But, uh, you know, Mozzie, I, I'm going to say something negative, and then I'll get into the positive. Mozzie, uh, I think he he's inconsistent sometimes. I think there, there are games where he just – he doesn't show up, right? You, this, you would think, like, someone as big as he is – and powerfully as he is, you think that he'd win more consistently, okay? But he doesn't. So, uh, but I think he's, I think, I think he's a, a, a round three, day two pick. You know, mid to late round three pick is what he's gonna be. Uh, you know, so some of the notes I have on him, uh, you know, he he plays with great physical strength at the point of attack. Uh, you know, to kind of disrupt blocking concepts. You know, Michigan kind of asked him to, you know, kind of two-gap, right, um, and to handle double teams in the run game. This is another guy that also can can stack at the line, of, you know, stack down the line of scrimmage. I think he plays, uh, you know, the zone blocking scheme very well. Like, he, 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 he is a disruptor against zone schemes. Um, you know, he can – he can play as a backside defender with his athleticism. And he has a, a decent pass rush skill set. Um, I think that, you know, he's a, he's like a boxer in terms of, you know, he's not going to wow you with length, but, you know, he's going to do his damage in close proximity, if that makes yeah. sense. You know, this is a dude that um, he, he can soften the rush angle and pressure the quarterback. He doesn't have quick first step you know he's kind of slow getting off the line of scrimmage but once he makes contact that's when he's that can be disruptive so he he definitely uh uses good hand placement and leverage which is which is you know he's very heavy-handed um you know so he can he can give you like a lot of like knockback when he he knows how to throw his weight around yeah like some guys can like throw their weight around but they're always like falling 
Like, now nah, he knows how to throw his weight around and you end up on the ground. Or yes. you end up out the way and he ends up still balanced going where he needs to go. Like I said, it's like, it's scary. It's like a big ass, like, literally, it's like a re- big ass refrigerator on slick ass wheels with a good center <laughs> of balance, center of gravity. And yeah. then it's just not, nah, he just, he just, he just getting around people. But no, nah, he's, yeah, but that, that was just, that's so just, he's just big and big and balanced. <laughs> so he's gonna win as a run as a run defender. Like he's a really, really he's probably one of the better run defenders uh in this class. But I think you know his pass rush ability is gonna need some work, and he doesn't have much nuance when it comes to stacking moves, right? Pass rush moves. So uh arm length is a is in question here. He's not gonna get any taller, his arms aren't gonna get any longer. So if you're a team that like like, for instance, the Bills. I'm not saying the Bills are going to get them. I'm just saying, like, they use that, you know, too high safety, you know, four defensive, four linemen. I got one. Go ahead. Well, I got one. I know for sure one of these guys is going to this team, but I, I think that it would be a great fit if he were end up uh, with uh, the Browns. Browns he'd be, be a good. great fit next to Garrett. Because Garrett's going to give you the pass rushing that you need. You just need someone else that's going to be a problem, like, next to that. Yeah. Yeah, so if you got a guy like so, that's where the two gapping comes in. So this is a dude that can consistently win on double teams. Like he he can be yeah. a disruptor that way. So and that what that does is it's gonna free up your edge guys to kind of yeah. go one v one. And Miles and Garrett think, is a fucking pain in the ass to deal with just in general. So one v one. I mean, good night. And, and I think as people like as we watch like the shifts in like offensive football, this is one of the shifts in defensive football where now the defensive tackles are asked more like in most schemes you look at they're asked more to just 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 hold this shit up you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying and so that so that these monsters on the outside i mean they're, they're so athletic on the outside that you have no choice to do this but you're like just hold this shit up make sure they can't really run and so you don't really get to see a lot of <clears throat> a lot of the pass rush ability i think until they get to the next level or yeah. if they're playing against a team and you just have some really good uh pass coverage coverage sacks yeah yeah, no, he's. I think he's gonna be a good prospect, man. I don't like him. I think if he goes to, I think if he goes to a team like the Browns, um, like you said, if, if, if the Saints if y'all would be good for him. him. Yeah, any team that's already got an anchor on their defensive line, pretty much. If you got an anchor on your defensive line, that's already that's already able to do his job, um, and is a tough is a tough uh, matchup for anybody you play, then you want to get this kid because he's gonna free him up even more. Yeah. Next. Brian Breezy uh, is from Clemson. He got a C plus. Um, he had nine solo tackles, uh, tackle for loss. Um, he had four sacks, no forced fumbles, no TDs, nothing really else. It was all zeros across the board. Now he's one of those guys that I look up here and I look at the the stat sheet and I go, hmm, I don't know. But when you watch his games and when you watch some of the film on him, you can see that it looks like a lot of the times. It honestly looks like he was asked to just again hold up the line, make sure these guys don't get don't get by. And he was double teamed a lot too because he was he wasn't he like the top overall like prospect when he came out as well. Yeah, yeah, he was, time. he was. And so like I, when I saw him, I saw a guy that looked like teams had already game planned to do everything away from him. Like you would show him winning, and then there's options going the opposite way. You know what I'm saying? You show. Uh, pass plays, real quick pass plays, keeping him from being able to disrupt teams too much. But um, I'm, I'm interested to see what he does at the next level when he will get a lot more one-on-ones 
which I think may turn him into a monster. So that's that's what's interesting about me because he does he when you look at just stat wise and just look at what you see on paper, you're just like, eh, I don't know. But then when you watch him play and you know his pedigree, you're like, I want to see what happens when he gets to play against a lot of one on ones and his coach isn't basically saying like, let me go ahead and coach. You know what I'm saying? The other athletes yeah. we have to make plays because we already know that they're going to do so much to stop you. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, he's, uh, so he's going to be a first round pick, you know, um, unless, unless he tests very horribly, uh, you know, in his pro day and a combine. But um, I think this is a, tw- a twitchy defender. I think he's a really, you know, a plus athlete for his size and weight. You know, he's six foot five and, and 310 pounds, right? Um, you know, I think he's a better pass rusher than he is run defender. Um, I think, you know, you're going to like him best as a three technique penetration style defensive tackle. Uh, I think he can quickly get into the backfield. Um, you know, he can rip through lateral contact in order to uncover and finish, finish a play. Uh, you know, he can flash to the football with suddenness. Um, the injuries are, are a major concern, you know, he's, and, and he's another guy like Mozzie Smith, where you see how physically dominating they can be. It's like, you don't see that consistently from snap to snap. Yeah. Uh, I think he needs growth and development. They're like Quentin, they're like Quentin Johnston. I'm oh, my bad. I was gonna say they're like Quentin Johnston. It's like, yeah, I see it, but I don't see it enough. I need more, you know what I'm saying? So, right. Yeah, no, I agree. So, um, you know, you you definitely want to see some some improvement in his fundamentals. I think you know, being in an NFL system, I think he's gonna be he's gonna be challenged there. So uh, I think he's gonna have to show that he's ready to be fully healthy from these injuries. Um, but I, you know, you're not really gonna ask him to um, stack blockers that could control control gaps. That's not kind. That's not his style. Like I say, he's a penetration style, uh, you know, pass rusher. Um, I think now when you ask him, um, you know, he can kind of he could stack the line and shed and kind of get, you know, running backs from a lateral standpoint. Um, So I would say, you know, he's scheme diverse. Right. So you're going to have to find a a good scheme where he fits in. You know, so like if you're a team that that, you know, passing downs, you know, have this guy inside and have him do his thing, I think that's great for him his first year just so he can kind of start learning some of the more nuance of the position and being available. Um, I don't think he has great pad consistency um, and leveraging at the point of attack. He's going to have to improve there. And then, you know, you got to look at the snap counts. You know, this is a dude that has like fewer than 500 snap counts the last two seasons. And yo man, I was, I didn't say that, but I, yeah, that was noticeable that like he was off the field, but yeah, there he was dealing multiple. with a lot of injuries. Yeah, and that's why personal and, lot. Yeah, I was, yeah, like, I was, it, I was a lot, like, man. There's a lot. So that's, I'm really he's he's a very interesting prospect because, like you said, he will be drafted in the first round, but he has the opportunity to come out here again. He's probably going to face single coverage for the first time since people discovered that he was a monster. Probably since like his like sophomore year in high school is going to be the first time that he's faced the non double team because uh, he's not going to get double teamed out the gate in the NFL. So it's going to be yeah. really interesting to see what happens uh, when he gets unleashed out there and he's able to, you know, put his full potential forward. So I, I think he's a first hey. round pick too, but it's just interesting that all the stuff going into it. You know what else is is interesting to me about him is who he played with on that defensive line at Clemson. So you, it's like you play with studs all over, and you, and it's like you, 
your production, man. It's like it just wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? Like I I I expected him to come in in the season and just dominate for the dominate. that he had with him on that defensive line, and, and just like man, yeah. Again, he's a good prospect. You know, uh, I think his ceiling is high, but man, what is it going to take for him to get there? Is the question. So yeah, he's a he's a for sure we will see type guy. Yeah, like he's a for sure one of those guys because there's a lot, there's a lot, but also it's. Kind of like you left a lot to be desired, but mm-hmm. you can see that the talent is there. Ah, those prospects are always like the worst. <laughs> Cause like if you miss him, you're like, damn it, he became the best. And then if you get him, you're like, I know, I know. Yeah. You know, you became Jamarcus Rasa. <laughs> like, 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 you know what I'm saying? Not, it's like it's like Ed Oliver for the Bills. It's like, man, it's like, dude, you're number nine overall pick, and you're just Mid, like you're okay, you know. Like, oh, he's, he's okay. I gotta smoke too. <laughs> yeah, it's like, man, dog, alone, boogie, alone. Yeah. I can't share this. Why? Because I might not get high. I'm split it, and then you won't be high. You gonna be telling people my weed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh shit, Eddie, you can do. You gotta do better, man. Oh, drop a flex ball for the defensive ends. I mean, defensive tackles. We got one more. <laughs> Let's drop that one because the next guy is just. Do I need to grade Jalen Carter? Like, really, y'all? It's Jalen Carter. That's what happens when you say hey, Jalen Carter's playing. I mean, I don't really know what else I need to say. He's the best out the group. Um, he checks out all the boxes. Let's see, motor. He's got a vicious first step, vicious first move. He sets you up with that swim arm hook. Ha! Down, hit you down and gets around. Um, I go ahead. I mean, I, if there's anything that people don't know, Sterling's gonna tell you. But he's he's a bad <laughs> motherfucker, man. First round yeah. pick and everything. Yeah, this uh, if he's not the best player in this draft, I don't. I mean, you know, Will Anderson maybe, but uh, this there's there. I don't see any holes in this man's game. Uh, None. <laughs> he he is definitely the the best rated. He's the best-rated defensive player uh, in this draft. I think if you were to put him in last year's draft, I think uh, between him and Sauce, it'd be it'd be up there. So Jalen Carter, he was even the best player on the 2021 championship squad. Jalen Carter was the best player on the field. One um, word describes him. And, and, yeah, and, and <laughs> this is a when I think of him, tenacious is the is the word that comes when you when you pitch your defensive tackle. Like this is how you this is what you envision of getting a Jalen <laughs> Carter because he could play the zero tech, one tech, three tech, five tech. He could do it all. Uh, you know, he he handles he shreds double teams and 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 it's like he he's you know how like we talk about how running backs kind of get get skinny when they get to the line mm-hmm. through the mud. He does that as as a defensive mm-hmm. tackle. Yeah. I mean, this is a dude. He, he's 6'3", 300 pounds, so ideally he doesn't have he, – he, he's not one of them, like, size guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's kind of small for defensive tackle, but he does not – he don't play like so is Aaron. at all. Yeah, Aaron Donald the same way. <laughs> so is Aaron. <laughs> I was yeah. like, so is Aaron. He's only six feet tall. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but Jalen Carr is scary, but go ahead. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to power, man, it's overwhelming for, for uh, interior offensive linemen, you know uh, – he cuts off block attempts and leverage gaps like very, very well. Uh, you know, when he they use him on stunts and goes and he he just does uh 
a hell of a job. I mean, he's difficult to move. Uh, so that as a pass rusher, he's a plus. Uh, you know, he's got he's very versatile. He has nuanced moves. So he has, you know, he can hit you with some with, with some really good counters, multiple counter moves. Um, you know, I, I think he his lower lower body flexibility is is really, really good. You know, he could drop his weight, dip and slip under offensive linemen. Uh, and then, you know, you talk about hand placement, you know, uh, he has really good hand placement of functional power to simply drive blockers right. back. Like he, 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 he's um, nasty with it like that. Um, and he's super from, young. I saw him go from, which goes into the motor and everything else. I saw him go from one of his, the swim rip move or whatever you call it. And he gets stopped. And then he just goes to fucking bull rush. And he, but the fact that he was able to keep his balance, then go to bull rush and push the deep, I mean, the offensive lineman into the quarterback's lap and force an incomplete pass was ridiculous. Cause he got, he got beat his first, his first, um, uh, his first attempt. Line. Yeah, his first yeah. Down, he got beat. Um, and then he didn't, he was quick enough to get all that shit off and still affect the pass play. So, yeah. So I, I would say, like, you know, as a pass rusher, you know, I think he needs to come up with a better plan. Like, he, he does that spin move a little bit too much. And when he does that, he opens his chest up for, mm-hmm. for offensive linemen to get hands on him. So he, he has the so it's I don't know Boogie you watch the man like he had you see him do pass rush moves like he has them all there but he doesn't always use them consistently yeah right it's kind of uh, it's kind of like he 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 does a little little little, little bit of extra like he goes yeah from, yeah it's like a little bit more flair than what he needs to do to get the job why done. are you playing like an end you yeah, like a tackle. You know, you know what it remind me of uh the the fucking uh Terry Tate office linebacker commercial. He was like, you know, be coming up here doing all that little dancing, <laughs> dancing. <laughs> that dancing. Yeah, yeah, man. You just gotta sometimes uh, you gotta do what you gotta do to get the Twinkle job. Toes. Twinkle toes, you know. Toes, man. But hey, man, you know he goes for style points, man. You know, hey. <laughs> hey. But, no. Yeah, uh, yeah, man. Sometimes you just gotta do. You know. You got to you got to take what the offense is giving you, uh, especially in in the trenches, and and put the guy on the ground. Right. You know, regardless how beautiful or you know pretty it looks, but um, you know, but results is the only thing that matters. But I mean, hey man, you know he is the top guy in the draft uh, when it comes to D lineman. But um, yeah, you know, hey man, you know. Use the spin move whenever you need to. Like, don't overuse yeah. it. You know, that man, that man says, stop spinning. You are not the white friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what like, I'm saying? Like, stop using that up. Yeah, it's like, you know, come on, man. You know, reserve it. You know, develop some other uh, techniques, you know, and, excuse me, you know, develop some other, uh, you know, techniques, you know, get a club, should get a bull rush, you know. Um, I think he has the ability to get a really good bull rush. Like, yeah. from, from that from that little clip I saw when I saw him go from quick speedy move into bull rush and the balance that he showed, I was like that right there is something that could catch anybody off guard. Cause if you go into two separate quick moves and that's something that any yeah. offensive lineman is waiting for. But if you go from a quick move to straight bull rush or bull rush to some mm-hmm. kind of swim move and try to get around quickly, um, that's, that's quite interesting, but his, that's something that I think we have to grow into, but he better than everybody else. So yeah, he's just going to have to get up against a, an NFL center to make him say, okay. Yeah. Make okay. him change, you know, and, yeah. and try different things. And like, uh, and I think that, you know, a, a lot of that is that he does have the recovery ability to, you know, you know, go out there, you know, gamble on, you know, uh, a technique. And if it doesn't mm-hmm. work, he could, he can recover and, you know, still be effective in play. So, yeah. 
you know, so it's scary. yeah, you know, it just needs to be polished, and you know, yeah. he kind of probably needs, you know, that's what the pros that does. Yeah, that's, that's what, what the, the pros, pros does. does. That's yeah. that's what that's what the pros is meant to do. It's to say like now you can't really go out there and really just. Yeah. Try some shit, cause one of these big ass oafs that we got. I'm sorry, not oafs, but one of these big ass <laughs> guys we got is gonna fucking destroy you. I don't mean oaf isn't like a your stupid just term. I mean, way, you just, know, you I mean you. oaf is in oof, when you yeah, hit somebody, nigga. That's the sound it makes. Physically nigga, opposing yeah. manner. When you hit the ground and all the air comes out your <laughs> body, what noise make? <laughs> Pancake, yeah. <and> sausage. <laughs> but yeah, nah. <laughs> But yeah, man. Uh, David Carter just better than everybody, yeah, though, man. Definitely the top guy um, when we talk right about now. Interior, yeah, D uh, right now. And that was our top five. Um, our top five uh, interior D line spotlight. Uh, next week we'll have another group for y'all. We, we should be doing linebackers or DBs. I ask the fellas what they. Uh, you want to go DBs want. next week? Uh, I. Y'all want to do y'all want to just half them and you want to do cornerback safeties? Yeah, let's do let's let's let's, let's do corners let's, and then safeties. No, 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 okay. no, no. Let's I don't I don't want I want to do corners towards I like corners. You will, so you want okay, corners? Okay. All right, we do linebackers. We can do uh, linebackers. All right. Okay. Let's right. work our way. Actually, let's just be fair to the people. Let's work our way back. You know, so see so we had edge, interior. Now we'll do linebackers. Okay. And then, and then we'll, we'll go, go back to safety, DBs and then safety, we'll go safeties. Well, we could do got tight ends. Shit, we did forget tight ends. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about defense, though. I'm talking about defense yeah. as we work back from defense. Now, offensive wise, I don't. We just who, did who wide receivers. Actually, we need well, to do offense because we only did yeah. wide receivers last time. So we really we did wide be receivers. We did. We did wide, uh, wide receivers, receivers, quarterback, and running backs. We didn't do in uh, O linemen nor tight ends. Okay, all right. We'll we'll we'll, we'll sprinkle them in because yeah. I got I got some stuff. On all we these did quarterbacks, lines, so. hold up. We did yeah, quarterback? we talked about yeah, quarterbacks. Yeah. Quarterbacks was like the first one we did. But did I grade them? Oh, uh, no, 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 no. Okay, no, we'll, 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 we'll redo it so you can get the think grade. We get a running back, get these niggas yeah. GPAs. Shit. <laughs> so we'll run it back. We'll run it back with the grades. I mean, we have to, we could do, we could either do we could do uh, we did running backs, wide receivers. So that's what I have the grades on. So I mean, yeah. I guess we should do quarterbacks. Yeah, we well, yeah, tight ends do. though. If you want, we said quarterback for last. That's what but everybody loves. Yeah, we still got uh, we still got a lot of time till the. As long yeah, as it's we, offense, yeah. as long as it's yeah, offense. we got. Uh, hey, we got we got time. Yeah, I mean, you time. know, for the people and for the people that love the big man out there, we got to do O line too. Even though that's not my steez, but I know they're the most important position on the field. So like, we do got to yeah. do that. And shout out to uh to Ghost um. You know, uh, I, I kind of wanted to uh, to swap our segments uh, whenever he asked that question. Do you think old linemen should get paid uh, more than running backs? Um, I mean, I want I want to say they don't don't they now? Yeah, they do. Yes, yeah, they, they do. do. Yeah. Now, but yeah, here's my should. thing: they, they should for sure drop flex bomb for all the uh, big man out there blocking. You know what I'm saying? Like because they are the most important position. But I, I just think that in football, I think football needs to finally adopt what. Shit, every other fucking sport has adopted and just pay your best players the most money and everybody will fall in line accordingly and you won't have any problems. Um, if your best player is an offensive lineman, pay him the most money. If it's a wide receiver, pay him the most money. If it's a quarterback, pay him pay the most him money. Most if, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's pretty fucking simple. I think that's I think that's how we all can answer that question and everybody could be happy about it because I think it's pretty stupid that we, that we have this issue with certain guys. Never mind. That's a whole right. other show. Pay right, the so motherfuckers. They do get paid and they should. So all right. So let's go ahead and uh dive into our, our segment. Now uh, last week uh, uh a lot of the people uh 
the internet had uh, got a hold of uh, Arian Foster's interview claiming that the NFL is scripted. If you're not familiar with Arian Foster, you know that this nigga was trolling. Like if you, <laughs> Arian Foster Why said, did you tell bus? No, some I'm people sorry. didn't. Some people no, no, did that not was the, think he was. And oh, that's that great. Yeah, that was the funny part. Like, <laughs> look, top internet, top tier internet, Arian top five Fo- internet all time. Yeah, Arian Foster has 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 done this time and time again with 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 the internet. So, oh my uh, god. But I said, why 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 should we skip out on the fun? Uh, a lot of people got weighed in on it. They were saying, you know, um. You know, Bro, could you uh, imagine what Henry Ruggs looked like when he read yeah, the script? script? Yeah, shit like that. Nigga, that. That, nigga, that nigga was probably looking at that bitch and said, Man, like, I gotta go to jail for real? Yeah, he said, what? I really hey, you gotta know, go to jail? Somebody died. I don't yes. even, I, you know, I know. But hey, man, you know, look. Bro, rest in peace. I'm yeah. sorry, boy, but could you imagine OJ yeah. probably reading this script? The OJ script? was probably like, I'm, I'm a not even legendary. Yeah. They'll never forget Damn. about me. I'm a rush for 2,000 uh, yards and get away with murder. <laughs> like, nah, bro. Like, for real, bro. Like, this is nah, hey, allegedly. You know allegedly. what I'm mean? saying? Like, nah, nah, nah. Hey, man, could you imagine Dad's reading the script? Like, shit. Uh, and my nigga, I'm going to drop it. Well, well, that's why they, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's why they did the replay. That's because it is script. That's why they did the replay. Because when Dez caught it, them niggas was like, this nigga don't know how to follow directions. <laughs> <laughs> caught it like you see it in the field. So they probably did like, now nah, I know you read the script for the game. It's an incomplete pass. Now you knew what was going to happen. Nah, man. That's like, the funniest shit ever, though. You imagine like, Joe Mixon reading his script? I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it again. <laughs> We're sorry, Joe. That's just in the director's cut. We're not. We're not. We're not, not going to really count. It's not going to really count. Nah, so yeah. I, oh shit! I'm sitting there. I'm days. That nigga Patrick uh, Cray was probably like drug dealer. Really? Yeah. Sam Bird, like Sam Bird, like what? <laughs> what? Ray Caruth. Oh, Ray Caruth. Oh my God. I yeah. wasn't this me. Was it was not me. <laughs> this time it wasn't me. That man, yeah. I ain't gonna do it. Yeah, uh, Sam Hurd looking at this shit like, bro, I was... that Sam Hurd case, dog. I, I read was, that shit. That nigga was trapping, dog. Could you, could you imagine Russell Wilson on the one? <laughs> For real, on the one. Hey, hey, he really probably, practice, someone in the back of the said, right. "Flip." Someone from the back of the said, "Flip some pages." The nigga said, <laughs> "Denver, bro." <laughs> For real, and I'm I'll be like, I'm be trapped. Flip some pages. Oh my god! Oh shit, no. we get Sean Payton. Okay, well, that's gonna be crazy. It's a roller coaster. These writers are genius. Yeah, let me like, tell you something. They come up with that. This some more drama than goddamn WWE shit, dog. I tell Ain't you. It yeah, it's my like nigga, some rest. <laughs> my, my nigga Josh Gordon says, "So, am I gonna have a reoccurring role, or y'all just gonna keep me? Y'all just gonna keep me in and out? Oh my I'm god! To figure this out for the future." But, oh, shit. but man, it's like you know what was so, so funny was the people that was actually laughing this this story up. They was like, "See, I told you," and I seen people oh. put clips of like plays, and it was a clay. Uh, it was a play with. Uh, <laughs> I can't bro, remember. We have some of the dumbest people in the bro, world. Oh my let, god! Let, let me tell you. Let me tell you what, what, <laughs> what this what this dude said. So, my boy said, "No, man." He said, "The NFL is rigged." He said, "And I'm gonna prove it." <laughs> So I'm like, okay, show me. So it was a, a it was a video. It was a clip of a, I don't, I'm not oh. sure if it was Doug Baldwin or, or Tyler Lockett, but it was a 
one of those guys from uh, the Seahawks okay. catches the pass. Your routine catch the pass, jukes the defender, goes down. You know, your your, your normal play. So he said, "No, nah, watch it over in slow motion." So I'm like, "Oh, okay." So I'm watching it. <laughs> Look, okay. <laughs> Hold on. Fuck. <laughs> I'm trying to find. Fuck it. Yeah, Use your hey, I'm a, I'm so a... ball. He catches the ball. <laughs> Huh? Secures the ball while he's shifting the ball to a secure position. His thumb goes up like this, and it's just like he's just tucking the ball. Thumb goes up. So my my buddy's like, Nah, that's a symbol. He's signaling the defender oh to go high God. so he could go low. Oh my! God. And I said, Bro, I said, I want you to understand something. Do you Man. know how fast that shit had to happen for Get them to? You see, you you ain't His looking at nobody. Was... Um, his mom, yeah, his mom smoked wet cigarettes when she was pregnant. I'm sorry, yeah. buddy. Your buddy, Man. your buddy, your buddy didn't get a couple crucial brain cells. Oh, so I'm buddy, <laughs> you know how calculated you have to be to be like, I need you to throw me a signal when it's time for you to do the move. Yeah, and it's like you got to do the move. <laughs> yeah. So people were like, the NFL's rigged and. I said, no, man. I said, dog, you got to understand, dog. These plays happen within four seconds. What you just seen, that, that yeah. shit was probably like a fraction of a second. I, I said, that nigga, that nigga Lawrence Taylor probably read his script and said, oh, this shit is lit, nigga. I get to break a man's leg. Then he get your thighs and read his script and said, really? Right? He said, fuck. Is he going to break it for real? And do coke at halftime. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can't forget about that. And the uh-uh. prostitutes. Yeah, uh-uh. <laughs> that nigga, nigga Lawrence Taylor said, y'all making me a demon. I'm on I'm demon time my whole career. My shit's like, the but, best ever, though. Okay, cool. Bad, bad, I'm trying to figure out, like, how can I get on this writing staff? Like, how, Bro, can, I, how can I get some of these scripts? Ga- shit, y'all, Game who, of Thrones writers. The last who, who season, wrote, that's them niggas. Who wrote Matt Flynn's script? Like, why my nigga Matt Flynn probably flipped through and said, never be, oh, shit, hey, day. Then you get your job took by Russell Wilson. Don't matter. Payday. <laughs> like, no, nah, man. I forgot Did, all about that. Oh, do you believe, if you believe that there's a scripted NFL, you, your mother did drugs while she had you yeah. in the womb. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, like, and at the leads are composed of a bunch of niggas. And niggas be snitching, boy. They will yeah. snitch on your yeah. ass, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's, you know, that yeah. shit ain't true. If that shit was, <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Oh, that's true though. Yeah, if that's you can imagine true. you get yeah. a linebacker behind them walls. Hey, nigga, they told me. They they told me to hit Antonio. Fuck that, nigga. You ain't kicking my car. They, they yeah. told me hit Antonio. They said I'm gonna hit him. Just hit him, make it look yeah. hard. They yeah. didn't tell me he's gonna get CTE. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's good. Niggas yeah. be snitching. That nigga Vontez Burke. That nigga Vontez Burke probably saw his script and said, "I ain't never liked the nigga no way." Yeah, I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> I'll but yeah, you. I can't sit there, you know, and look, oh, man, I, I can't abide dude. by it, man. Like, I can't fully believe that, you know, it's scripted. Look, maybe certain things are, you know, so kind of. my nigga from Buffalo. Yeah. My nigga was probably in that bitch. Like, I can show you about the pain, pain, pain. Like, yeah. <laughs> like look. Something didn't get me started about the bill. Their script my nigga been Hamlin, awful. My nigga said, "Oh, them shit! I gotta die, nigga! What you? I gotta, hey, how bad do you want it, son?" <laughs> Look, man. Let me tell you something, man. If if I had oh. a chance to go there and revise some shit, some scripts, yeah, I'd be in this hole oh, with a red pen God. like a motherfucker. 
I'm just I'll thinking be... about all the niggas that got hurt. They probably looking at me scripted. Man, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tory Holt probably said, "You think these fingers were scripted, nigga?" <laughs> Hey, that nigga fingers, boy. Ray Rice, lost, yeah, Ray Rice <laughs> lost his cool and his career in the elevator. Bro, I wouldn't even go touch it. But you know yeah. that nigga said, that nigga said, I gotta do what? I mean, shit, we argue often, baby. What? Yeah, I gotta punch you in the face, huh? For the shield. I gotta, I gotta punch you in the <laughs> for face. the shield. Yes, for the shield. Huh? They said I gotta punch you in the face. Oh. It's kayfabe. <laughs> In I'm Vegas, gonna lose, yeah. I'm gonna lose everything, but we're gonna be set for life, though. Oh, okay, <laughs> y'all gotta go to jail. No, I ain't gotta go to jail. You're gonna still say you love me and everything. Bet. All right, we good, Roger. Let's kick that. Let's get this shit. Out. Yeah, man. I can't wait to hear her. <laughs> oh, shit. My nigga Kareem Hunt was like, my nigga Kareem Hunt was like, so I ain't gonna get no ring. All right, bet, though. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna kick the shit out this hoe. <laughs> Fucking yeah. sad. Yeah. Sad. Just, it, just, bro, no. Oh man, just, could you imagine Richie Incognito? I get to say nigga. I get to say nigga. Bro, oh and Rich Cognito got a whole oh, Rich Cognito was a whole villain in his script though. He was a whole villain. Probably will. I'm gonna tell this my mom because I do a lot of dirty shit. But guess what? When I get to say nigger, I gotta use the A though. <laughs> hey man, uh, who is another one? We got uh, Richie. Oh, Bill Romanowski is Bill another Romo. one. Dog. Romo is definitely another one. Um, who, who else? Man, there's so shit? many people we could yeah, bring up. We could bring up and just talk about like dog, like. <laughs> Now Robodowski is yeah, that was that was a good one, dog. Fucking <laughs> Robo dog. Not Tony, but Bill. Uh fuck, man. But all right, man. Look, let's go ahead and stick with the NFL here. Um and move on. Uh the Pro Bowl just happened this past weekend. Um, I did not catch it, so I can't really say, you know, what it was like or my thoughts on it, but I just seen a couple of clips and you know, and feedback from the players. Uh, the players they really they really enjoyed it, you know, and I was just like, oh, okay, well that's cool. Yeah, they it remi- did. yeah, it reminded me of those um those skill challenges and shit from back in the day. I'm, like, I'm gonna give some horns for the Pro Bowl. Oh, so you liked it? Yeah, I, y'all seen I, it? I I like to see other people happy. Did I like the Pro Bowl? No. Um, now did I like the Pro Bowl games? Yes. Okay, okay, I'm lying. No. Did I like the quarterback challenge? Yes. So, like, I liked one thing out of everything that they did, but I get it. So, it's kind of like I you can't play, like, football, you know what I'm saying, without yeah. risk of – you know what I'm saying? Football is football. So, I get it. So, I do I do like the, the quarterback challenge. I wish they could find a couple more things that they could do. Um but it, it's – I mean, I'm, I'm not mad at pro football. Like, you got to do something. Um, and so this is – the flag football is the best thing that they can possibly do. Gets you a little personal with the players. You get to see their face uh, instead of them being in helmets all the time. Uh, but it's – the NFL is good enough from week one to 18 for me not to care that their all-star game is trash ass. Right, right, right. Yeah, I, I like. I mean, it was all right, man. It wasn't like, oh, I something I got to see. Uh, the mm-hmm. quarterback challenge was. I mean, it was okay. Uh, 
I mean, all together, I mean, that shit's a dud, to be honest. Like, ain't nobody <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's for. I don't think it's for us, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, who is it for? Is it, it ain't for them niggas? <laughs> kids. The kids were going crazy, though. The kids love. They love that shit. I mean, let's be honest. Like, let's be honest. All of us that have children are, are, are like, we can see something and be like, man, that shit's stupid. And your kid gonna come and say, oh, will you tell me go do it? And you're gonna be like, fuck. Come on, let's go. And yeah. you're gonna do it. So, and they never yeah. know it. So they know me, you still in both. If that shit would have popped down in Colorado, you would take your son to go see it. And if it popped out here in fucking Dallas, I'd have the girls out there cheering their ass off. Yeah, and I'd be out there like this shit lame. I could have took y'all to a real game, but y'all don't understand this. Y'all don't give a fuck. Y'all just want to see the players' faces and smile and giggle and go, yeah. So, and the same thing watching it on TV. To them, they're just like, yo, he got a touchdown. To us, it's like, yeah, no fear of getting hit. Don't, yeah, it's, <laughs> this shit is fucking. Uh, you want to see daddy catch a touchdown? Go call the neighbors out. I'll go moss a nigga right now for you. It's like that. It's like football. You know what I'm saying? But it is what it is, man. It'll never be. It'll never be NBA All Star or even baseball All Star. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, but I mean, it is um, it is what it is. Like it's cool though. It's cool. Yeah. I, I like the. I like. I like the effort. And again, seeing that the players are having fun doing it lets me know that if they're cool with it, like if they were out there, like man, this shit lame. Like no, they were out there, like let's have fun for the fans that want to watch. So. If that if the players are cool, they making the extra money off it. The NFL's cool. Shit, I don't give a fuck. The Super Bowl's this weekend anyway, so fuck it. We're gonna rock out. Yeah, man. Somebody needs to script Sean Taylor to come back from the dead and uh drop I didn't even, <laughs> no, that's I didn't even... that's my favorite uh, all time uh, the... Pro Bowl moment. That was I, I was like, the Oh yeah. Fuck out of that punter. He said vacation, nothing. Oh, that was Brian Mormon. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Sean Taylor destroyed that man. Yeah, yeah, it was. That's right tense. Was because yeah. Yeah. that did and his soul left out and said it wasn't in the script. Yeah, it wasn't. In the script. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sean Taylor, script buster. Uh, <laughs> all right, man. So I wonder if uh, that's what Drakeman said when that nigga Levar Ang wrecked his brain. It wasn't in the script. Oh man, what do you think Tua saw when he saw a script? I'm gonna be cold as fuck. Damn, y'all really. Really? Oh. One, twice? Turn the right. page! <laughs> okay, so breaking news right now. You heard it here. First through Wash Sports Sushi. Josh Hart straight into the Knicks. Blazers are sending Hart to the New York Knicks. I just got the notification, like, literally, just now when I went. To- <laughs> I, I'm, I was just looking like. Oh, right. go, look in the chat. Look in the in the show chat. Uh, oh. Internal. I put it in there. Oh, bam. Oh, shit. You was right. <laughs> hey, and and Russell Westbrook might get bought out and yep. go to the Chicago. Yep, shit, yeah, boy, goddamn. I, well, good for him. I don't think Utah even want that. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think he. he, he what would the Bulls gonna do with him? I'm sorry, Russell Westbrook. Go ahead, do your hey, thing. Hey, the Utah go Jazz have thing. 15 unprotected first round picks. That's a lot. No, no, I, I, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just that the Utah. Good for you, but not not for the niggas that gotta go there. Yeah, yeah, nah, because you know that you. <laughs> you That's where James Harden needs to play in Utah. Oh, boy, boy, James. You heard it here. 
Sports sushi. <laughs> Tough loss tonight. Tough uh-huh. loss tonight. Harder to the jazz. <laughs> man, I'm not even gonna jump on his back, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna leave him alone, you, you know, know what I'm saying? And, 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 and let and let him make it. He had a tough loss tonight, you know what I'm saying? Sure he lost to the Celtics. Oh no, Chris. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> now, Chris, uh, go back to the uh we, we, we still got uh one more NFL topic uh to touch on before we go to the NBA. Uh, we just gonna talk a little bit about uh, Sean Payton and uh, D'Amico Ryan's new uh, head coaching positions. Uh, well, really, I want to talk more so about Sean Payton and um, and his situation with uh, the Denver Broncos. Uh, Sterling, you're the Denver guy up there. What are they saying in the snowed out streets of Denver, baby? They love it. They they love everything he's saying. He's already come out in the press conference and said something like. You know, uh, we're not, you know, Russell Wilson and his staff are not going to be in the building. Like, he's already setting the precedent. No team three? Yeah. He, he, uh, and Russ, I, I mean, Russ will comply and, and go with the flow and whatever. Uh, so I, I think he's already taking control. I, I, <clears throat> I think they're, <clears throat> damn. Mm, that shit came up and got you, didn't it? I know, right? Like, shut up, nigga. <laughs> Mr. Flynn, Mr. Flynn grabbed the vocal cord with a straight. Uh, hey, got that bitch, nigga. <laughs> I, I think people in Denver don't really understand how good or how much improved that offense is going to be next year. I think Sean Payton is an architect of, uh, of, of great offenses throughout his entire history of coaching, and I don't think it's going to be any different uh, in Denver than it was in New Orleans. I mean, obviously I had Drew Brees, but, you know, I think Drew Brees yeah, is, is better. Drew Brees is better than Russell Wilson. He is, but, but, still but it, it's still going to be a good offense. I'm curious to see if he if they're going to make any moves at wide receiver uh, and kind of get Sean Payton's type of guys in there. You know, I think Judy is a keeper, if you ask me. Now, if you want to take send him to Buffalo, I'll be happy with that. But I mean, I think Portland it's... Sutton is, is owed a lot of money in the next two years. He is, but he and, fits Michael Colston. But he's not. Uh, he's he's, big, he's okay. Big. He's a good receiver, but it's Boys. like for that system, it, will he? What was I, don't, I don't know. Colston, Colston wasn't, Colston. but he wasn't a number one though. He's not. He, well, I didn't think he would be the number one there. I would probably think so. You got Tim Patrick. Thing. Tim Patrick is more like Colston to me. That that I, I would just that okay. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. I just think that he would, I think that he would probably target the offense towards Judy and work from that. Yeah. that That's what makes sense. Right. I'm interested to see what he's going to do with Williams. Oh, he's going to keep him. He got to keep him. I'm just, I'm just seeing how he's going to utilize him in his offense. Because when you think about guys like not saying he even plays like Kumara, but he's going to get those opportunities. Yeah, he better be catching the ball in the backfield. Yeah, as I'm saying, he's going to have to catch the ball in the backfield. And if he can, we got a situation on our hands where they're going to look pretty scary. And I, I, I think yeah. I think we're going to see – think and I'll even put myself out there and hope. I I, I like Russell Wilson. I think uh, he's not my favorite player, but I, I want to see him do well. I am a fan. Um, I think that Nathaniel Hackett is that bad of a coach, and I'm really interested in – not coach, but of a head coach. And I'm really interested in seeing what happens – when a competent coach gets with a competent quarterback, um, and I want to see how that offense moves. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be real interesting. I don't have any, I don't have any issues with. It. I really like it, and I don't think there's going to be. I make the jokes, but it's not going to be any issues with Team Three. I think Russell Wilson gets it. Uh, winning, winning is what got him to this point. Being cold is what got him to this point, 
and he sees what happens when you play like shit. Uh, yeah. Motherfuckers turn their back on you real quick. Yeah. Um, so I think he, I think he's gonna come with it. I think Russell Wilson is really, you know, I, I recall there was a ESPN uh, program where they kind of follow uh, college players. I think it was at Wisconsin uh, with him and Nick Toon, and they had a, uh, they had a clip where him and Nick Toon was in their dorms and they were playing Madden, uh, and you know, Russell Wilson was playing with the Saints and he was talking about how much he admired the Saints because Drew Brees had the same type of build as him, skill set, mm-hmm. um, and he always admired Sean Payton. So in, always in the back of my mind, you know, even whenever the Saints were um, exploring quarterback options in the rumor mill, Russell Wilson's name will always pop up and I always felt like that would be a good That was one of the destinations he chose. Yeah, and that would be a good replacement. It would be a good field because of you know, kind of yeah. like he he'll he'll get plugged into that system, but um, you know, I, I have nothing as as a Saints fan. I'm nothing but you know the complete uh of faith in Sean Payton to turn that situation around. Come on, you know you're glad he went to the AFC. Hey, I'm glad he went to the AFC. I'm glad he got he went to the team because we got a first round pick. So I, I, we yeah, back in the first round. So look, look, uh, look, look, always thinking. Yeah, so always I was always thinking. Y'all so, find out even more when we get to this net shit. We yeah, always think about them picks. Yeah, <laughs> so, our future is what matters. Yeah, and and you know, right now they're looking at De- uh, Derek Carr to bring in. I'm not excited. Look, sports sushi man. Look, we've been doing the show. You know, we're going to be going to our second draft, hitting our second draft. I said it last draft. I'm gonna say it. You know, I, I've been saying it before. Look, my bad, Boogie. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Kyrie Irving is walking on to the NBA court with the Dallas Mavericks jersey on. All right, go oh, ahead. I'm just saying. Uh, oh, he's about to play? It's happening now. The game is happening now. He's walking out with his it- warm-ups on, and it looks like he is going to play okay, look, in the yeah. Dallas Mavericks uniform. But okay. I'm just, I'm just, look- that's just, you know what I'm saying? That's just the right. breaking news. We're going to get to it, but that's just yeah. the breaking news. You know what I'm saying? I just got to say, he's walking out onto the floor. We got a lot of NBA stuff. Yeah, we got about. a lot of NBA stuff. So, so we're going to go ahead. We're going to wrap it up real quick uh, with, with the uh, NFL stuff. But uh, I mean, shout out to D'Amico Ryan's yeah. though. I mean, yeah. that's that's the biggest, best hire of yes. this time. And we could talk about Sean Payton, but shout out to the Houston Texans for not only yeah. going to get uh, to me the best new uh, pro- coaching prospect that is available. They got the best guy for the job in Houston. He knows the city. He's of the city. He's one of the top ten players to ever play for the Houston Texans. Um, shout out for them for the te- the Texans finally. You know, drop a flex bomb for the fucking Texans for doing the right thing. It's been a it's been a long, long road, a long, long so time. Far. So far. So I mean, ahead. but still, but still, <laughs> hey, so far. You, you know what? You can't expect more good things if you don't applaud the good things that are done. You know what I'm hey, saying? You know so, what, Russ? You're right. You know they say they say. You know what I'm saying? You got it. Slow motion is motion. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You got to give yeah. the little bits of bread yeah. crumbs so they can find their way. If you just got to tell them the whole loaf is at the end of the road, then they're going to get lost. You got to give them right. breadcrumbs. You know what I'm saying? All so right. it's good. Good baby right, so, steps, Houston. Good shit. So uh, good shit, Houston, man. Shout out to y'all. But we're going to be watching uh, these uh, coaching developments as they happen. Uh, going into the offseason, see what type of offseason these guys make, uh, moves these guys make, and, uh, especially in the draft. But uh, let's go to our – Oh, my bad. Four. And one more thing. You people that think that uh, Schottenheimer is a bad hire for the Cowboys – uh, you're wrong, and you will see that you're wrong next year. So, All right, so uh, let's go ahead and uh, you want to get us into our either or, Russ? Oh, yeah, my bad. Let me go ahead and drop flex bomb for the either or. This one's going to throw you back. 
Uh, both ways, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, no homo. Um, but we are going to go to the quarterbacks. Last week I did something for the Chiefs. This week I'm going to do something for the Eagles. Um, so I'm just going to either, either or. Would you rather have in their prime um, Randall Cunningham or Donovan McNabb? I want to go, and I'm going to say this. I, let me just say this. I'm going to take Randall Cunningham in either uh, form, whether he was with the Eagles or whether he was with the, the Minnesota Vikings. So that's my answer. That's my, that's my wish card. Thank you, Chris. I want to see if Donovan gets any fucking votes in this one. And Donovan was an amazing quarterback, but this said my first true love. <laughs> His first true was... love was a was a black man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, No, he doesn't. All right. But no. My bad. But I had to. <laughs> I, I had to. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But it, it matters. Um, but it, I'm just, it, by the way, to everybody that when you look at this, uh, Donna McNabb's stats blow um, Randall Cunningham's out the water pretty much. Not blow him out the water, but I mean, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. I mean, you got you got you got three thousand one hundred seventy completions for Don McNabb, two twenty five hundred for Randall Cunningham, and I'm giving him about seventy uh, pass attempts, over five thousand for for Don McNabb. Um, Randall Cunningham had like four thousand two hundred eighty something completions percentage, fifty nine percent for Don McNabb, fifty six point six for Randall Cunningham. Passing yards thirty seven thousand for Don McNabb, twenty nine nine for uh, Randall Cunningham. Uh, passing touchdowns, 234 to 207. Touchdown percentage, I mean, it's the one that Randall Cunningham won, one of them. Oh, go! Randall Cunningham had a 95-yard pass, which is longer than uh, Donovan Nabb. And Donovan Nabb threw more uh, – oh, wait, I'm sorry. Randall Cunningham had threw 134. You know, it's just not – stats aren't always no. the indicator of who's the best player. Now, now, real talk. Uh, Don McNabb could win in a lot of people's eyes. He was a he had a he had a lot better of a career as far as the quarterback positions concerned. Um, but I, I would take with my eyes. Um, just I'm sorry, Randall Cunningham is better to watch. Uh, it's, he, he's amazing. I don't know. This is like asking who would you rather have, Michael Vick, insert other name. You know what I'm saying? You can win as many games as you want, and you can be as productive as you want. Uh, but you had Andy Reid. And Randall Cunningham didn't. Yeah, man. You know, but well, we talk about uh with the Eagles. I, I I'm I'm still remembering Randall from the Viking days as well. It's kind of like yeah. all meshed in. And I was like, he had most a, of yeah, Chris. We we, mm, we are I don't know. Chris, about that. Chris yeah. likes to talk. Chris likes to talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Vick was a different yeah. We're not gonna yeah. even speak on what popped up on the screen. If you yeah. saw it in the chat, then you can comment on it. You know what I'm saying? But we're not going to even comment on that because there's only like maybe two people that are more deadly with a football in their hands than Michael Vick. Um, 
But other than that, that's that's pretty much that's where I stand. That's uh, give me Randall yeah. Cunningham. Let us know in the comments who you like while you're writing in the comments. Don't forget to hit the bell and like, subscribe. You can see us every time. Come on and come jam and chop, chop it up with us. You know what I'm saying? All right. What you got, Sterl? Oh, Randall Cunningham. I mean, I agree with you guys on that one. I don't have much to add. Uh, I mean, you know, that was Chris's I, I, first love. So I don't, I, you know, that's all I can only right. do. That's what I said. We, I said we're going to end up circling back. Yeah. You said we can't. You said there's no way I could I could follow you know up, follow saying? up on that so, one. Yeah, yeah. And, All right, hey, so let's go ahead and go to the hey, put him, put him on the path. Let's go, let's the go to the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's let's move over to the NBA, man. Uh, historic Ooh. night last night, man, for the King. LeBron James had uh LeBron James, LeBron James. He did it LeBron, for kids. Yeah, did it for kids. Man, for kids. I got, I got all of them. You know what I'm saying? Another flex bomb. The man scored more points than anybody ever, and yeah, ever, ever of all times. Ever. Um, I, I, I'm. Can I start with this before we start talking about everything else? I am not going to get in a goat debate. I've said it once before, and I will say it again. I will visit that at the time that it is time when he says he is done playing basketball. Then I will visit that to make it fair to all the other people that have had to wait till they retire. But I will say this, that motherfucker is building a very good case. Very good. But uh, congratulations to him. What is it, 40,000, 38? What is it? How many was it? 38,000. Like 38, 38, 38, 38, he round up yeah. here, but it was yeah. above 38,000. Yeah. Um, the most, uh, let me see, the, the most interesting thing about this to me uh, is the fact that when we look at LeBron James, and I believe I've said this before many times, um, it's astounding to me that a guy that we don't look at as offense first, um, we don't look at as a, you know, savant of scoring has scored the most points uh, ever in the history of the NBA. So that to me is is something, is an accomplishment and something itself. Because I think he yeah. knows that we all know it. He's yeah. not the guy that we just look at for, he's not KD, he's not Kobe, he's not uh, Steph, he's not Allen Iverson. Um he, he's not Michael Jordan. He's not He's not any of these guys. He's not Kobe, but he's he's scored more than all of them. Point blank, period. Like, yeah. I likened it to what would you do if you were the best tight end ever, but then, like, fucking Terrence, uh, what's his name? Terrence Wood, um, uh, uh, shit, from uh, the San Francisco 49ers. Um, left tackle. Uh, Trent Williams. Trent Williams. Trent. I said Trent. Trent. Yeah. What if Trent Williams just started catching touchdown passes? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what if Trent Williams just Trent Williams just came out and was like, "I'm gonna play tight end this year too on the goal line, bro. I'm just gonna play tight end while playing left tackle, and then just went out there and just like caught like 15 TDs. That that's what LeBron is like. He doesn't even belong in this category. Mm-hmm. Like you're cheating. Like, like he doesn't belong. Like when you name all those guys, LeBron's not someone that you name. You don't belong here, but here you are in the room. So, kudos to you because that's impressive, anyways. Because you're not even supposed. Like I said, you're not even. He said even he talks about it. Like shit, nigga, I didn't spend these points. Y'all niggas couldn't keep up with me. So shit, yeah, and, and people like it's a bad thing. Talk about. LeBron's longevity, and you know he. he That's the most bullshit. The fact that he's available to play at a high level at this stage is what's more impressive Mm -hmm. than 
well, he's been in the league for 20 years. Like to all to all those people that sit there and say he's been playing for so long, that's like if all of a sudden you were to turn like 40 years old and make a million dollars, and the first thing a nigga did was pop out and say, We didn't get that shit to you at 40. Yeah. Nigga, what are you talking about? You know how like, many people would kill to play at that level at his age? Yes. Like, like yeah, it's, no it's, it's it's ridiculous. So that's that's the worst argument ever. So long, and you and Kareem played for for a fucking ever. You got to play for a long time. It's fucking 38,000 points. Nigga, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> like, what the, what the, yes, nigga, you got to play a long time to get that shit. You know what I'm saying? And if it was, and if it was just easy to play a long time, then nigga, everybody would do it. Right. Who, who wouldn't play 20 years in the NBA and earn them checks? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just, I, I like, I, yeah, I think that the people that hate are just reaching too hard. I think now, yeah. now we really start to see it. And, and I, I, I'm, I'm just, he's gonna, he, he got the most points. He's top four in assists. Like, it's, 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 it's ridiculous. Um, yeah. But that's, that's a great accomplishment, though. Just the way that, the way that it comes about. And it shows his ability to transform his game throughout the years. Yeah. Yeah, man. So shout out to LeBron, man. Congratulations. Hey, watch this. Uh, watch this, guys. Watch this. Watch this. Yo, we're not going to say that he is or he isn't, but shit, LeBron James just really did a lot for the discussion. If it's shit, he might be the GOAT. Wait, 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 wait. Y'all wait, wait, wait. Guess what? The world didn't fucking end. Fire and brimstone didn't come from the ground. The sky didn't fall. It's okay, Jordan people. It's fucking fine. The nigga's it's, cold. Like, we can deal with this. It's, and it's I, okay. And you know you what I'm saying? Like, I'm getting tired of this fucking push the red button. And every old nigga that look, talks about Jordan, why you keep saying period? Like, you're going to take off your belt if I say you wrong, nigga. Look, look like, I'm going to say like, this. It's, it's ridiculous. It's going to be every generation is going to have their goat. Every generation is going to go ahead. And they're going to feel that their the person that they watch growing up is going to be the best player that they that they that they that they have ever seen. And guess what, LeBron, folks, uh, is going to be somebody that's come behind him, and people are going to yeah. be saying the same thing. So it's going to be you you guys' turn. It's going to be like, oh no, LeBron's the greatest, and then they're going to be like, oh, uh, P Pee Wee uh, uh, Williamson or whoever the fuck this thing is. I'm, I'm just saying, no, I'm saying to all to all the people out there, like real shit. Like there's some young guy in America, yeah. like, to some young person, you about to be the best player to ever fucking play and score all these points, and people are going to call you better than Michael Jordan and LeBron James. Yeah. And to all the people that are going to be old like me when this happens, just get that nigga his flowers and shut yeah. the fuck up. Yeah. That, like, we got to stop with all this, like, he can't be. Yeah. These niggas cold. You know what you got to think about it. Before, before it was Jordan, it was Magic. You know, and before it was Magic, it was, you know, whoever and whoever, whoever, whoever. It's only birds. Some niggas yeah. out there believe yeah. Tim Duncan's yeah. the best nigga ever. Yes. Like, there's nothing with ha- like some I, I I well I have my thing about big men. If you're over seven foot, you belong in the category by yourself. But anyways, um, because cold seven footers beat everybody. Look it up. Um, but now like if you if, if you become like this cold, like give give niggas their flowers, bro. Yeah. Like I hate to see how we have to look up and be like, yo, this nigga didn't do nah, bro. Like you yeah. got the most points that have ever been scored in a game, and everybody talked about your lack of ability to be clutch and score points. Mm-hmm. Congratulations to the king, man! Yeah, so one of the best grass basketball players we've ever fucking seen in our life, dog. Shout out! All right, so let's go ahead and get into the next a uh, little bit of news in the NBA, man. Uh, Kyrie cometh to the Big D. Uh, 
And you know what's funny, man, is that Russell was the one guy who called this shit. Russell called this I mean, out. I, I was on I, Instagram, and I remember whenever he <laughs> demanded the trade, Russell said, he said this. I know that it's not, he said, it's highly unlikely. He said, but hey, why not Dallas? Okay, so let me, I, I, I did, but I'm not, I'm not like in a position where I want to be like, I told you so. And because to me, it was more or less like I looked up and I said, as a Mavericks fan, and Sterling, you'll notice watching the season, like, what do the Mavericks need? We need somebody that we can give the ball to and they can go get fucking buckets in the playoffs. We don't need team continuity. We have that. We don't need all this other rah-rah shit from the background where people are talking about, what about the bench play? No, 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 we don't need that shit. We have the best player in the NBA right now. Y'all just don't know it yet, but we do. Not y'all, y'all, but the people out there watching that think it's Giannis or think it's somebody else. No, nigga, it's 77. He's the best player in the league. And the Mavericks looked at that, and I've been looking at that. And, and I even, I y'all, y'all know, even though I said it, I was kind of like, ah, I'm worried, though, because of these certain things and the way I feel about basketball, because I'm a there's only one ball type of guy. Like I, I'm the type of guy that believes if you have a really dope perimeter player, then you need to get a really dope post player. But guess what, people? That's not the way basketball works anymore. Yeah. That's yeah. not available. So the Mavericks went and got what, what was available. And I think from the outside looking in, we could talk about this about it too, which we can get into the fact that the media makes devils. And like the media has made this man a villain, but he's not really a villain. When you look at it like Mavericks people – we got Kyrie Irving, and if you've been voting room for the Mavericks for a long time, like I'm just going ahead and say it. We ain't never had a nigga that can hoop like this for us. <laughs> Ever on this level. And as a Mavericks fan, I love Dirk and I love Luca, but I'm happy, bro. Like we got a nigga that's hooping. Like, go hoop. Like, you gonna get these tickets, and we got an and if you from Dallas, you know, like we hoop. Like this, like we got a hooper in this bitch. Like, like Luca's a hooper too, and that's dope too like but we have a hooper in this bitch like shag that man up and tell him man, he ain't gonna hoop a sock like now nah, Kyrie is is what the city needs as far as someone to go watch like there's I know there's a lot of salty people out there like I hope it don't last but he's good for Jaden Hardy he's good for Josh Green he's 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 good for he's good for Luca this is this is just something that like I think the Mavericks had to pull the trigger on it's rolling the dice um but at the end of the day you got a team that has shown it's got enough talent, but in the playoffs, you need that other guy. And Kyrie has shown that I am that other guy. Uh, I, I am like, like without me, Bron ain't looking at that, at that ring. Like, and we all know this, like I hit the shot against Steph. So um, I love it. I let Sterling go into what he thinks about it, but I love, I love the trade and I love, I love what they did. And, and I miss Dorian Finney Smith. I uh, wish that Tim Hardaway Jr. Would have been a part of the trade, but obviously his jumper so broke, nobody wants him, but that's cool. Um, but sometimes you have to pull the trigger and you have to make tough decisions. No, I like the move, man. I think, uh, you know, we've been talking about getting Luca a viable number two option. And, that, and Kyrie is a viable number two option. Like, uh, I still think they got some questions on this roster. And I, I think it was a, a move, a desperation move as well. I mean, you know, Luca was probably telling the brass, like, yo, you got to get somebody in here. I'm out of here in a couple of years. Like, because I, I, I ain't doing this. You're not going to ruin my career because, mm-hmm. you know, you guys – F up the cap and, and these trades, man. Uh, but they got a guy that they don't have to worry about developing. 
right? And when was the last time as Mavericks fans that we've been able to say, oh, my God, they developed somebody? Like Jaden Green, you know, uh, Jaden Hardy, Josh Green, those are guys that, like, are coming through the system and they're turning out to be good. You know, we talked about Jaden Hardy at length this summer. Uh, so you got two young, two young, really good guys that I think they could pr- project to be really good. Now, you know, the, all they got to do is move uh, Christian Wood and JaVale McGee. And hopefully, I don't, Tim Hardaway, see, I, don't, I think we're all right. But see, I don't think that the, that you need to move a guy like Christian Wood. We offered him, him the extension, and I think that he should sign it and he should stay. We're up 15 versus the, the Clippers. I'll tell right you now. why. I'll, t- I'll tell you why. I, I think you need, you need, now you have Kyrie, you need more help on the defensive end. And I think that, that he, he does a good job. Christian Wood. I think he's not, but he's not a rim protector as much as as tall. Like we talk about, you know, defensive linemen. As someone as tall and athletic as he is, he I, I feel like he shies away from the physicality sometimes. And so, so I think they could do better I, defensively. I think, but then I think also that's why you have a guy like Maxi Kleber. Um, you have him in there. I think that's why you have a guy like Javel McGee. Um, you need. I, and, and to me, it's at some point, like, I need to look at my team and say, I need serviceable, serviceable minutes from my guys on the bench that play a role. Like, because I, I believe that with a guy like Christian Wood, when you have two guys, when you have a guy like Luca and you have a guy like uh, Kyrie, Christian Wood's going to be wide open a lot. And he's shown the ability to do what some guys can, and that's hit open jumpers. That's get open shots. That's converting. Like, a lot of guys can get open and a lot of guys can move around smart, but when they get the ball, Dwight Powell, it just doesn't go in all the time. You know what I'm saying? They miss. Christian Wood, I like him because he makes his oops. He makes his layups. He's going to get his dunks. If you leave him open for five threes, he's going to hit about two and a half of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's going to – That's offensively, though. We're talking defense. But to me, defense is effort. Like, like defense is effort. I To me, I, I like a lot of people are like, yo, you got to get defense. And I'm like, there's why do you think every team has a different defender? Because that shit's effort. Like, I think when you have a guy like Kyrie and Luka, you can look somebody in the fucking eyes and say, yo, Josh Green, D the fuck up, bruh. Like, if you're, if you're good enough and you're athletic enough to go down here and do a 360 dunk and hit a fadeaway, you can play defense. It's effort. It's if Jason Kidd, which is another dynamic to this trade I think people are forgetting about. There's another one out, but it's onions layers of this motherfucker. But, like, you, I think a guy like Jason Kidd, yeah, you should be able to tell these guys, D up. Like, you should be able to do this. I'm not worried about will they be able to play defense because I believe you look at a guy like Jason Kidd, and he's the, he's the only coach. Kyrie said he don't need a coach with Steve Nash, and Steve Nash is a Hall of Fame player. Like, real talk, Steve Nash was that good. But you know what? Steve Nash wasn't that good to Kyrie. You know it's, you know what uh, Jason Kidd can do? Look him in the eye and say, I took the team that you just played for to two finals. You know what I'm saying? I won one with the dirt, with the guy out here, with the team you're playing for now. Listen to me. I can tell you where to go. And I think Kyrie is like, yeah, I'll listen to you. Like, I, I feel I'll pick up what you're putting down. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of dynamics to this team that I think – Fit like and and I think that at first we looked at it and we were saying like ah we looked at the classic basketball ball dominant type stuff but when you really unpack it like it makes a lot of sense like it makes a lot of sense now I don't know how long he's gonna be here and I don't know anything about that but I'm talking about for the meantime and this and uh, the games we have to play moving forward I think that it's very 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 beneficial to the Mavs and very beneficial to 
uh, Kyrie Irving that that he's touched down. Like I, I just, I think it, I think it'll it, more the more and more the season goes on, the more and more you'll see a big video that you'll see is uh, there's a pregame shot ritual that the Mavericks do. He integrated himself into that seamlessly. Let's have fun with the guys. So like it's it's little things like that that you notice and 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 again yeah. he's been demonized. Um, I'll add this and shit. I'm gonna add it before I let you go even more. To those that want to demonize Kyrie, to those that want to say Kyrie is is not the good person, don't want to work, all that other bullshit. Take all the shit that you took. And I just want to let y'all know, like, y'all have not said anything about the guy that he said he felt uncomfortable around. Kyrie is Muslim. The owner of the Nets is actively funding a Muslim genocide, and I believe it's Thailand. If you was Muslim and you played for a guy that was actively killing your people somewhere else, would you want? Would you feel uncomfortable? Would you want to hoop with him? Would you want to be there? No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. So let's not demonize a dude and think about what the fuck is going on and read a little bit. And let's find out like why somebody may not want to be there, may not want to do these type of things. And when you look at Kyrie's body language and look at the way he's hooping now in Dallas, and you can even see it in this game he's playing right now, he looks like a very like a happier human being. And that matters. I think that really does matter. So like we got to take all that into account. Like I just want to say that to the people that don't like Kyrie for what somebody on ESPN or what somebody on Fox or what somebody on anything you watch is telling you. Like, look, read some shit and then look into it and know that anytime that this guy hits the floor, he is not going to cheat you. Mavs up 18 points right. without Luka. All right. Is he playing? Yeah, yeah. Yes. All right. So, yeah. Kai effect. All right. So, let's go, let's go ahead. Uh, <laughs> uh, Boys hooping for him. Yeah. So, for those that are like, I'm not sucking your teeth, watch the fucking games because, right, like, the, the, he's, he, we got to talk. And another thing. The Mavericks do have the two two top ten isolation players in the game, so a lot goes along Sterling with the defense. But there's a lot to be said that to when a team comes down the court, there's nothing you can do. Like there's nothing you can do at all. So we will see as it carries on, but it's a good look. All right, so um, let's get into our next uh, topic. Uh, Last week, uh, after our show, you know, it was a couple of uh, games that uh, ended up in uh, a couple of dust ups, man. You know, uh, you know, you got to ask yourself, man, is the '90s uh, basketball uh, is that energy coming back? Because, uh, man, nah, it's not. But I'm just saying, it was good to see. Like, it, niggas, you know? I'm, I'm, I'm be, I'm be hundred, bro. Niggas it make was, too much money for that to come all the way back. But well, it, it I ain't saying that. Was, it was good to see. It was good to see that 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 type of energy, you know. Pop up and say, "Hey, yeah. remember me?" It's you know always what I'm good to see. <laughs> it's always good to see. Yeah, it's healthy. It's healthy. Yeah, it's you know, uh, Austin Rivers and Mo Bamba uh, exchange of uh, words and fist. Did he really tell Mo Bamba that you just known for a rap He's, song? He said yes, it on the podium. He, he said it on the podium. Yes, he did. He was like, "Yo, people know me in Orlando." Yeah, they know you from a rap song. That ain't even hot no more. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, and look, I'm a DJ, bro, so I know. Oh, <laughs> now nah, i will say austin was wrong when i asked him that one reporter okay so sometimes as a reporter you could do some whole ass shit and it make you say like come on bro but at the same time you could be like that was some whole ass shit but great motherfucking question because when he asked him like did he throw the first punch i was like austin tell the truth because we all saw the video you threw that slap and then he hit the whole well you know he did he did what we don't really throw punches. You got to kind of slap first. I was like, yeah, because you slapped that big nigga first. You know what I'm saying? And, like, 
honestly, hey man, I can't really. I mean, like you know, tempers flare, but shit. Austin wasn't having it. He all his life he had to fight. He coach his son, and then you got Mo Bamba, who's <laughs> shit. Big ass nigga probably was looking at him like, ah, I'll kill you, like a lion. Stan <laughs> Getty. <laughs> but no, man, it was a uh, that that one. I was like, it, it caught me off guard because you know the Donovan uh, Mitchell uh, and Brooks shit. Uh, Happened. I was like, you know, okay, you know. Dylan Brooks a whole ass nigga, bro. But, but you know, the, oh the, man, the, only in sports are nut shots acceptable. Yeah, like if a yeah. nigga hit you in the nuts in any other phase of life, you're like, I'll kill you, and you a bitch. In sports, yeah. we giggle. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why it's funny in sports, but yeah, he, he rolled over, looked, and he hit him with that WWE. I said. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Sacking niggas in the NBA, boy, you childish. That's, that was weak, dog. That was Very. real weak. Yeah, did uh, what? Uh, what's the name? He's like a. Uh, is this a byproduct of me just busting his ass over the years? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's for you, Dylan Brooks. And yeah. it is because Donovan Mitchell. Hey, Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, he bust that ass. And you know, um, oh, but you know, the, man, uh, Charles Barkley said he was committing loose ball fouls. Ah! <laughs> that, that was a good one. That was a good one. I was like, "Fuck you, Charles! You beat me to it." But what? What really kind of just? Valley. What really kind of just rubbed me the wrong way was you know the John Morant stuff with his uh his his group of uh, friends uh, or acquaintances, yeah. or, and I'm just like, bro, what? Like, I hope John Morant wasn't lying, and it was it was like just some BS. But like, that, that's when I get to the point where I'm like, okay, so I get the whole dynamic of people saying that you're not uh you're not hard slash hood, and the person that they say it to takes it as you can't defend yourself as a man. Now, this isn't that. This is a NBA player that really is portraying himself to be gangster. And it's getting to the point now where it's kind of like, all right, bro, we get it. You you would you would attempt to protect yourself if someone was to try to do you harm. That's cool. But all this, like I heard he told somebody, yeah, I'm gonna let him make it another day. Like, nigga, what is you talking about? Like, you're not, you have a $200 million contract, nigga. You make way too much money to even think about killing niggas. Do you not see where Young Thug is going through right now? Like, there, there is not a, like, there's no reason in the world to be acting like that. Now, like, I, I, I don't, like, I don't agree with it, but I understand, like, the fucked up mentality thought process that he's going through. But, like, yeah, man, I think he just, him and his teammates need to chill the fuck out. I think they're they're buying a little bit too much into yeah. the whole Memphis Grizzlies type thing. Yeah, I, it's to the point where I don't even like. Like, I think he's a good basketball player, but I can't get behind that man. Like, from somebody who, I mean, I I grew up in that, like in Tennessee. You know, I grew you know I grew up in Chattanooga, New War Zone, dog. Yeah. And uh, you just, it's like it's stupid, man, because people and fight their whole life to get what he's got and it's like now that you're portraying yourself as you know him you're gonna get tried as yeah. him and, and i i fear i don't want to wake up one day and hear something that jaw did something or someone did something to him because that's a career that's in a life and a family member is going to be wasted forever now you and, and let's talk about when you when you put yourself in situations with these hood niggas what they're going to require of you how much money are you gonna be spending? You see what I'm saying? Like, like it comes with it comes with so much more than just being on the basketball court. Like, 
now you're not only you're affecting that, but I feel like you're affecting your image in terms of getting potential deals and what you look like for for to, to children and sponsorships and and your next contract now. Now everybody's gonna be talking about well, you know, waiting for the shoe to drop. We talk about Kyrie Irving. No, man, look what Jaws is creating right now in front of us. So you know, I think this is a polar opposite from what we talked about last year to this year. Like he, he it's like it's it's too much, man. It's too much. Yeah, I think I think it's it, it boils over. Um, in the beginning, it looked like uh, like fun. In yeah. the beginning, it looked like it looked like fun. It looked like you know what I'm saying like what you would expect to see. You know, you remember we used to always make fun of the John Wall gang signs, but like yeah. it was never like it was always kept kept as it like we know John Wall is just a hooper. Like Josh, right. like when you say that, like most hoopers or most people would be like, you, you know, I ain't finna be no gangster. But like Jaws the type to look at you, like, yeah, I'm like that. And it's kind of like, no, no, you're, you're not. And and nobody wants to be. And it, like you said, and, and a real good point you made is when you when you have that type of energy, it like brings others to to you. Like there's, they, I, I mean, it's it, it's been said through the annals of history, but. They said it in in the in the Avengers too. Like when the dude had the tesseract. This I just use this example because it's the most relevant one for people because they watch the Avengers. When the dude had the tesseract and they asked him about why he didn't let anybody know, and he was like, because when people found out, that type of war came. So a lot of people ask, like people like me, like why don't you have a gun? Why don't, why don't you have a gun? Or why would you not show that you have a gun? Because once you show that you have a gun, niggas that like to play with guns gonna come play with you. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you yep. you bring that when you so when you start showing, like, yeah, I'm tough. Like you grew up, like you you say I didn't. I grew up in the birds, you know what I'm saying? But you say you grew up in it, but you anybody know you talk about you can fight. This niggas out there that want to fight, they're gonna come find they're you. They're gonna try you. Fight. They're gonna try you because they like you know what I'm saying. So Jaws running into that, he's actually running to that buzzsaw right now. He's going to the pre the what you're telling him right now is, and you probably know the sterling is. You you think it's a blender now, y'all? Nah, this is the filter. Like they're trying to keep you because if you make it through oh, this yeah. and you keep saying you're tough through all of this, then you get to the point where ain't nobody gonna be able to save you. In Memphis, in Memphis, Talk, in Memphis, like it just it's a, it's a recipe for disaster. Shout out to Young Dolph. Shout out to all the you know the hustlers and, and, Got and you know yeah to those who who are in that life and lives have been taken or people around them Black lives youngster? have been taken. Yeah, I mean. Look, Black man, boy JB. It's, uh, it's not. It's, it I like Memphis game. rap. What can I say? Me too. <laughs> Three six mafia. Me too. Oh, of yeah, course, yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, you know. So you but know, it ain't no game. I, it ain't no game. It's, it's, yeah, and I and I think I think that like it's us that have like in the hip hop culture. I think that what we're starting to see is that, and I think that this is something I used to always preach to people: is like pay attention to the rock culture and every other music genre. Music is something that makes people want to do something. Music is something yeah. that can can make your mind feel a certain way and so hip-hop i think is getting to that stage where we're starting to realize like some of you niggas is john singletary and that's okay like you you don't have to be the gangster in the street because the gangster in the street he can't play basketball that's why he's the fucking gangster in the street otherwise he would play fucking basketball you know what i'm saying like shooters wouldn't be shooters if they could shoot basketball they're shooting people because that's the only way that they can make ends meet you know what i'm saying so like, I, I just think it's a slippery slope, but I think I think Jaw will will get into a reality. It may not be a reality that we want or that we appreciate. He might try to find some middle ground because he is a young man, and when you're in your twenties, 
being tough and having a bravado is is some is is a part of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you know when you when you from the age of 20 to 19 and shit fucking 16 to fucking 22, you are ready for war. No matter if you're the weakest nigga down the right, street or if you're right. the strongest nigga on the block, you still believe that you can survive until you die. You know what I'm saying? So I just think it's something that they're learning. But as far as the team's concerned and on the basketball tip, like Memphis Grizzlies, stop fucking talking. Like stop talking about winning, fighting, whatever it is. Like y'all were supposed to be the best team. I'm letting them know right now. We've known that me and Sterling have told y'all the Mavericks stay whooping that ass. Mavericks be, have been on that ass. No homo. So like, you know, no, but we have we not? Yeah, have we not? Yeah, we've been the top them. the top Western teams have been on that ass. We've talked about this. So, and then the Mavericks just got Kyrie Irving. So it's really put up a shut up time on the basketball farm. And Dylan Brooks, don't hit nobody else in the nuts because it's already talked about that you might like trannies. No. <laughs> okay. We know she wasn't no tranny. Right. No, nah, don't hit nobody in the nuts though, because that shit's gay. Okay, so uh <laughs> and another yeah. joke. Yeah, no nuts. <laughs> just, Hey, yeah, you right. know what I'm saying? All right, so before we get out of here, we got our Sterling Power rankings for the NBA coming up. Man, he hit that nigga in the balls, and that shit was fucking nuts. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah. So, hey, at number 10, man. <laughs> at number 10, yo, I got I got my uh, my Dallas Mavericks, man. You know, Kyrie, Luka in the same backcourt. All right, you know, this is a team that went 2-1 last week. They are 29-26. Go. I'm sorry, Sterling. By the way, while you're saying this, my man's Kyrie is having an extravagant effect on Jalen Hardy. But go ahead. Y'all gonna see this. Y'all trying hey. to make him a villain. He's not a villain. He's a hero. He's a voice. Last week I had my, my Mavs outside the top 10, but I think getting Kyrie, man, I think you, you it propels them at least into the top 10 discussion. Now, you know, things to be seen moving forward. I think chemistry we're gonna see how that all plays out, and uh, but I could de- you could definitely tell that that the, the addition of Kyrie definitely uh, lifts Luca's spirits and it lifts you know the fan base, man. Like now Luca has a number two option that's viable, and now it's gonna be easier to get the third wing, the third player Wood. to this uh, you know whoever that's gonna be. Now I'm talking about Christian Wood. No, no, no. This season, Christian Wood. I'm talking about next season. You know, if they re-sign Kyrie, <laughs> now it's going to be easier that. for a third star to come in here because you already got two two dudes. Who doesn't want to play with Luka and Kyrie? So I I, th- I think it's going to be something to, to look forward to uh, in the coming future, man. So next team up, we got the uh, the Kings. Oh, look, he got the 49ers up here. I don't Bro, you know. Chris, we got it. Hey, we love you, Chris. Hey, we there, you. there we go. There we go. Sacramento Kings, man. They, they just continue to be efficient. You know, this is a team that I don't expect them to stay in the top 10 as the season goes on. You know, as we kind of start to crunch down and the, and the trade deadline will be over uh, tomorrow. But right now, man, they're playing really well. Uh, De'Aaron Fox is balling out. You know, they got the second-ranked scored offense right now, and uh, they're humming on all cylinders. So the Kings are at the number nine position. At number eight, I got the Memphis Grizzlies here, man. Uh we just talked about them at length. Um, I think when their heads are right, I think they could be one of the better teams in the league. But I just think there's too much talking going on the court and not enough production. These guys are losers of eight of their nine uh, last games. That's not a good look, man. So, you know, for all the stuff that we're talking about, Ja, 
wanting to be a thug nigga and all this stuff, man. They need to really pay attention to what's going on on the court because they are taking L's left and right. Uh, next up on the list, uh, <laughs> we got the Brooklyn Nets. So, fight back, nigga. Fight back, nigga. <laughs> Hey, the Brooklyn Nets, man, you know, they get Spencer Dinwiddie back. I don't know if they're going to keep him on the roster, but, uh, you know, Doran Finney-Smith and, and Cam, so sorry Cam Thomas. I know, dog. I know. He saw him at that presser. Man. Like, that's the uh, – for Mass fans, MFFL, I get it, bro. Doran Finney-Smith, that hurts, bro, because at the presser, he looked like, this is fucking buns. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, I, I feel for Doran Finney-Smith. I hope somehow we can bring him back. I know, man. It's like seeing Michael Finley walk out the door. You know what I'm saying? Like, but hey, he's he's going to a Nets team. I, you know, I think with the the loss of Kyrie and what they added, you know, I don't think it's going to make up for Kyrie. But I do think they get some perimeter defense. Um, you know, with their additions and and if Cam Thomas can continue to to put up numbers, you know, I, I think uh, you know the Nets are they're they're sneaky good uh, ball club. You know, Ky- Kevin Durant needs to get healthy, obviously, of course, but. Up next, man, we got the Cavaliers. You know, look, Cleveland—they surprised. They, they, they for the the second year, right? They have been one of the better teams in the league, man. Now they did lose to the Heat to start the week off, but they bounced back against wins against the Grizzlies and the Pacers, I believe. Evan Mobley, man, averaging seventeen to ten last week. And two blocks, you know, he was shooting like 53 percent from the field. My guy, that's my Uh, guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm here for the draft last year. That's my guy. That's my guy. Hey, Yo, and shout man. out, shout out to Karis Levert, man. Uh, you know, a Michigan guy, man. He he's he he's just consistent, man. He he when he's healthy, he he's a really good wing defender. Uh, and he could put the ball in the basket. So, you know, Cleveland Cavaliers, man, they're they're the next team, man. So they're they're at number six so now. Number five team on the list, they're getting their ass whooped right now, and that's the Los Angeles Clippers. All right, you know. We got the uh, as much shit as I'm gonna talk about them and their load management, but when they're not load managing, they are a deadly squad. You know, uh, there's rumors and talks about what they're gonna do about with John Wall, maybe extending him to a contract. Uh, You know, I I think this is a solid team. They got a they got a really good roster. Um, Questions always remain though what they're gonna do in the playoffs as we get closer to the end of the regular season. Uh, I think we're going to see things stiffen up, and I think teams when like they, the Clippers, the, the Cavaliers, and, and those teams are going to start to rise to the top. So uh, when, the Clippers are having a phenomenal year, thirty-one and twenty-six. When that nigga Kawhi unplug himself from the Charger, they're going to be ready. Yeah, right, right. That, that cyborg ass nigga plugged up right now. He just unplug me when I get to hundred percent. He might get. He only got ready. like four hours, but that nigga four, yeah. four hours no, going to be I'm great, right? Lie. I was watching him <laughs> play last week, and I was like. This makes no fucking sense. Like, he hadn't played all year, just stepped out on the court and was like, bucket, 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 like six straight points. And I was right. like, and boy, like, 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 you got it. And you, and you know what's scary? You know what's scary? This is the type of year Mavericks making trades. Denver, Denver looks like the best team. All the turmoil in the East. It's a bunch of fucked up mess out there where, like, this is a year where Kawhi could look at PG and say, now's the time. Yeah. Now, you saw what I did in yeah. 2019. Now's the time. PG, we gonna sneak up on them. <laughs> yeah, we gonna sneak up on them and watch. I bet you the Clippers sneak up and bite somebody in the ass. Please don't be the, the Mavs. Please don't be the Mavs. Man, hey. So the next team up, we got the 76ers. Sixers. Uh, you know, Joel Embiid continues to cook, but you know when you lose to the damn 
you know, Orlando Magic by 10 points, man. And, you mm. know, it just this I, I question things, right? Lost again uh, I think the winner in this whole thing is Matisse Thibel, who who it appears probably won't get traded. There were rumors that uh, you know, Jared, <laughs> hey, hey, Jared Vanderbilt. They were talking about Jared Vanderbilt coming uh, to the Sixers, and that's not happening now. Yeah, he just Lakers traded. won on that one. Lakers won on that one. That's a, yeah. that's a good pickup. Yeah, they did. They did. So. Uh, 76ers are here, man. They, I, I think they're the fourth best team, and, and obviously record-wise, I mean, they're one of the best teams in the league. But this is another thing. When we talk about the Sixers, it's consistency, right? They have yeah. these great moments, and then they just kind of go into mediocrity. So maybe, uh, you know, after their seven-game win streak, you know, hopefully by lose to the Magic, man, but you, it makes you wonder. So, again, it's, for, we, for me, ahead. it's just in, in the playoffs, Joel, are you going to get tired? That's that's mm-hmm. what it is for me in the playoffs. Joel, can you last the whole – can you get these 16? Yeah. Uh, up next, man, I got the Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets are next, man. Uh, here, here's my – this is why I moved them down a little bit because they were the number two team on my ranking last week. It's because you're talking about trading Bones Highland. Like, what – in what world – if you – look look at this. The Nuggets let go of Bull Bull. Okay. They they traded mm-hmm. his butt. They traded another young guard that they had. Oh, I can't even forget his remember his name, the Texas guy, uh, guard. Uh just damn, I can't remember his name, but you guys probably know who I'm talking about. But they got rid of him. It's like they're getting they, it's like they draft so well, and then they take these young prospects that they've raised up in the system and they trade them for 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 picks. And I, I just don't understand like you got rid of Monte Morris because yeah. of Bones was playing so well, and now you're talking about shipping Bones, but for what? And that's the thing, man. So you you got a really good nucleus and core, which is a big three, which consists of Jokic. Uh, you know, Jamal Murray is looking to form. And then if you can continue to have Michael Porter Jr. healthy, I mean, you this is a team that could be representing the West. Yeah, in the, in the, in he's the, looking like the new right? Anthony Davis. I know, man, and it's and so. Why but his is his is different though, because this is a back, and you know how the back goes, right? But his potential, his ceiling is so high. So I got, the, I put the Nuggets down to number three this week, man, because I I just have a feeling tomorrow we're gonna hear about Bones being traded, and that's gonna piss me off. Up next, man, we got the Boston Celtics. Uh, you know, running the mill. You know, uh, they beat the hell out of the Nets to start the week, and then you know they they lost. Yeah, they, they they lost to the Suns without Devin Booker, and, and you just like, you know, Grant Williams. I think that's just uh, the, that's just the ups and the ebbs and flows. That's what we do a weekly top ten. Yeah, you get you get marked for that, but that happens. Yeah, shit happens, right? Random but weekday, are, you know what I'm saying? Hey, you we don't get your ass at work too. Yeah, we got bad days at work too. You know, but there's rumors that Grant Williams might be on the trade block, which just like the Nuggets, he's another guy that you raised up in your system. It's pretty good player. What are you going to trade him for? I don't know, but and it may not happen. Uh, but you know, we'll see. Uh, I think it's like you Kelly said, Olenek, Kelly Olynyk. It could be potentially going back to the to the uh, to the Celtics too. I think I think he, I think Grant Williams is a guy that's like, and it sucks to be stuck in this situation. But it's like, yeah, you do your job, but we could possibly get somebody that's bigger and longer that could do that job. Pause. Yeah, yeah. In all ways, but 
y'all know what I mean. Length his arms and legs and shit, but that shit sounded gay as fuck. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no homo, but yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you wanna I know some of y'all was like, what the fuck on the podcast is this? But no. I know. Um, I know. But yeah, no, I just think that he's one of those guys that yeah, you play really good defense and you yeah, everything's good, but like we can go get a guy that's bigger and taller than you, uh, yeah. with longer arms that does the same thing in his trade. So yeah, you gotta, you gotta. It's a business, and you gotta make yourself uh, untradeable in a way. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, look right. at Dorian Finney-Smith. He did everything he could for the Mavericks, but when it comes to a team saying we want that guy, so you can get a super talent, you got to do what you got to do. Mavs man. up by 19. You know what I'm saying? You got to do. Yeah. What you gotta do. Hey, and and uh, Mavs whooping the Clippers' ass. Boy, I know. <laughs> Last but not least, man, we got the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, you know, say what you want about Luka being the best player in the league, but, you know, I do think that Giannis will have something to say about that. Uh, Giannis and these boys, hey, man, it's like a team of no names, to be honest. Uh, I want that championship, they, too. Yeah. Great matchup. Yeah, that would be fun, man. I want uh, that shit. You know, but hey, let's talk about what Giannis did to the Clippers last week, man. 54 points, 19 rebounds. Uh, you know, hey, maybe they get Jay Crowder. This talks about that. But the the Bucks are the Bucks probably they, they continue to show us why they are, you know, the class of the the uh the East. Now you, you know, may you may not want them. Yeah, you don't want to see them. And let's can we can we also put remember that. The only reason why the the Bucks didn't represent the East in the in the finals was because Chris Middleton didn't play. The only reason why we have our reservations about them now is because we don't know if Chris Middleton is going to be straight in the play. Exactly, exactly, exactly. We so know that I, hairline, I, I agree. Yeah. Oh my God! Hey, <laughs> niggas, hey, to y'all out there, to y'all out there that are losing your hair and thinning out, just go bald. I did. Let me tell you, but 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 Pete. Sterling, you went you went ahead and cut your hair. Did you not go bald and say, "Damn, this shit actually look kind of fly"? Yeah, and I'm still pulling. So when, uh, whenever you, whenever your hair is falling out, shave that just shit. Just and let it go, bro. You let will look go. better bald. Like me, I have a full head of hair. I will have a full head of hair. You know why? Because God knew, nigga, you will look horrible bald. <laughs> You have a flat back, you have a flat backhand, and, and you light skin, so it's probably got the little dots up in that motherfucker. Like so, boogie, you have a full head of hair. Why? Because they probably said, "Man, we don't need to unleash a bald head, Sterling." You started losing your hair, and you cut that shit off. You probably pulled you off. All right. I'm, I'm, but I'm, but I'm serious. So, Thanks. like, Chris Middleton, cut that shit off and just go yeah, bald with the beard, my nigga. All right. Well, we are gonna go ahead. We gonna as wrap you got it up. A beard, you in the clear. We're going to close it out tonight. Uh, that was an episode of Sports Sushi. Uh, like we were saying, if you uh, were tuned in, uh, please you know, like and subscribe. Uh, we are on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, YouTube all live. All live. All live. If you want to follow us on social media, it's Sports Sushi, all one word on Twitter. Sports underscore Sushi on Instagram. Um, want to follow any one of us. You can find me at DJ Slow Boogie with I need out wide at Snapchat, SoundCloud, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and all the other bullshit. Sterling, where can they find you at, dog? And you can find me at Twitter at Furrow Sterling and on BuffaloRumblings.com. You can find me on Twitter. You can just type in um, RL Climb SP or Russ3SP. Look for Sports Plug. You're going to find me. Look on IG. That's Sports 
plug.russ. And um, always, as always, go check out Sports Blood Clothing Code. Get you a cool shirt. It's beautiful. Anything yeah. else? <laughs> 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 <laughs>